Are we ready to go, guys? I hope so. I think so. You hope so. You ready? Oh, no, we're still working on the assignment. Okay, well, tell what, I'll give you about 30 seconds. Here we go. Yeah, hold on a second. I still have to work on my list. Hey, 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 oh, backloggers. Hi. We got three Hayes. We got three backloggers here. Of course, you know me. I'm the guy who is taking over the world. I'm Mathman1024, but you can just call me Mathman because nobody else does. I'm joined by the the ever-present, the insatiable Blaze Knight from the Good frigid evening. Arctic of the Midwest and someone else who's also dealing with the, the frigid, you know, you know, temperature dropping. It's, it's just crazy. The snow and the ice and the wind. And we have a special guest today. You've heard him before. You heard him last time. He actually listened to himself on the podcast and he didn't turn it off. Mr. Hoots, how are you doing? Oh, I'm in, I'm in such a great mood. I'm ready to cast some pod. Let me tell you what. Uh... Yeah, I think that's what um, chimpanzees do as a as a sign of dominance. What casting podcasting? Some, yeah, they cast. Never mind. There's something different. <laughs> I'm weird. Casting pod. All, never mind. Don't don't think too hard about it. Let's just let's just <laughs> roll with it. Never mind. Well, I hope you guys are doing well. See, you guys are like bundled up. You got long sleeves. I'm busting the. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking the short sleeves. I mean, it's. It, uh, it was getting cold today. It got down to like 68 when I was going on a walk with my wife. 68 degrees. I thought I needed a jacket or like a heavy coat. You should. Uh, didn't you say you're going to come visit or something? When are you going to do that? I'm going to do that in the summer. Oh, okay. But I'm sure it's going to be just as bad there in the summer that, as it is here. So yeah, I'm not really it's... escaping. That's what you think until you feel the humidity. Well, no, you live right on the, you live right on the edge there, don't you? Yeah, like, he's by, by the Gulf of Mexico. He's like by the, 80 to 90% of humidity. 80 to 90% almost all the time. Yes, we understand. I understand, dude, understand humidity. That's why I keep my hair short. Because if I didn't, it'd be frizzy all the time. Well, I mean, it's Houston. It looks and feels like the armpit of the United States. On a map. New, not not like New actually in the New was, Jersey. Yeah. Well, when you the, zoom out, all you can see is Texas. So the, that's the uh, armpit everybody else sees. The the chin hair there tends to disagree with your statement about um, the length <laughs> of your hair. That's you like see, down you, to the down to your mid chest at this point. Wait, and, you, and you and you see how frizzy it is. I can't get this thing straight. I was meeting with some friends for brunch yesterday, and they said maybe you should use a straightener on it. These these same friends also want to try to braid my beard. No, no. So I'm like, what you, no. What you need is to use uh, some beard or mustache wax. That's I, what you need. I don't think the wax. I think that's a little bit too you, too thick. It's you could be not, a dapper Dan man. You know what? The, there is that thought of like, you know, what? I could just take this part right here, the long part of the stash, and curl it and twist it, and maybe hang some Christmas ornaments on it. I hear that they have 
ornaments, like beads like that, specifically for beers. Y- yes. Why? You've got to commit now. No, I. You've you've I'm, got okay. You've got like what? Let's do some math. Two weeks to make it happen. Two, two weeks ish. Mm. Mm. Here's the thing, though. I think if I were to do that in my sleep, my wife would probably take scissors and just do enough damage to where I would actually have to shave it <laughs> and just have to start all over. Well, that's that's why you do it for the beginning of Christmas. Take lots of pictures, and then it doesn't matter because it's a thing that happened, and you've immortalized it forever. I don't know about that. I'll, you know saying. what? I'm going to put it on the back burner. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back around to that, maybe. Probably not. <sighs> so, gentlemen, what has been your favorite thing since last, or since we last talked? Now, I know that we did, a, we did a, a little special thing with the Backlog Busters brunch. So, you know, in the past week or two, what is it? So, Blaze, you already have something locked and loaded. What do you have? Oh, yeah. It was glorious absolutely glorious the moment that my wife looked at me and said i think we're almost done christmas shopping (sighs) (laughs) almost almost but not exactly done yeah you know there's always socks Ooh, i actually hope i am getting christmas some socks this year same i've I keep having to throw them away. They keep getting holes in them. Now, oh, darn those socks. Yeah. No, that's actually what you should do is darn them. Anyway, so what kind of socks do you guys go for? Do you go for the ankle, crew, the extra long? Do you like white, dark, gray? Or do you like things that are a little bit more creative? Do you like things with um, like pictures on them? Do you like themes? Black what are you hoping socks. for? Black, black ankle socks. Black ankle. Um, yeah, if I'm not uh, going to work, ankle socks of any color, really. I just like them short. But if I'm going to work, I wear um, metatarsals. Uh, imagine steel toe boots, but the steel goes up. Um, it's called the metatarsal of your of your foot. But it's but yeah, it's, it goes up like kind of where the laces are. The laces cover the top of this protective barrier. Anyway, so so it's not just at the toes; it goes like it covers your whole foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're bones. Oh. Metatarsals are bones. Y- yes. Right, I, I know. About, I'm talking about the like where the steel plating is in the in the shoe. Yeah. So uh, do you, do so you like, I like the so for those I like to have a little bit of a thicker sock. Oh yeah. Just to provide a little bit of extra padding there. I don't always wear thicker sock but those socks actually do need to be quite a bit longer and again i wear those five days out of seven now so even though i I like ankle socks i don't get to wear them all the time yeah i'm with you on that i actually bought a pair of of boots a couple of couple of months ago had a pair of really nice timberlands that i bought oh gosh like over 20 years ago but then they were like getting holes in the bottom like they just wore so much (laughs) That like I'm like when it was we had snow here and I was walking in it the snow would like fill in where the holes were in the bottom and then it keep packing in so then it was like I was stepping on a rock inside 
So it was uh, time to get rid of those. They're not like super comfortable because you know I like to do all my walking. But I will tell you this, because they are waterproof, it's really nice to wear on a day when it's raining and I have to take my dogs out for a walk. I'm like, sure, I will gladly tromp through the, the tall, wet grass because it's not going to bother me. But any other shoe that I wear, it's going to get my shoe soaked, which is going to go to my socks. And I'm kind of sensory when it comes to like, I cannot stand like my socks getting wet. At can, all. can anybody? I don't know. And of course, well, there are some people here that would say, why are you even wearing socks? They live in a family of people that never wear socks. That they can help it. That sounds like a house that you've you now have to wear flip flops when you take a shower. That's <laughs> what that sounds like to me. It's just I, I don't know. What, 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 just, you living in a college dorm? What's happening here? You know, I I never wore shoes when I took a shower in a dorm. <laughs> I, I, did. I didn't either. Don't tell my mother, but I, <laughs> I had faith. Yeah. Oh, the thing that was frustrating to me is that when I was a freshman, the dorm that I lived in had been converted from a, a female only dorm. So the bathrooms were like super nice. You had, you know, this big area for the shower, but there was this extra part that was like a little changing area. Nice. So it's like a double barrier. I mean, it was great, except that the walls were built, I guess, for like the average height of women. <laughs> so I'd be in the morning, in there in the morning, taking a shower, and I'd wash my hair and look over and see my roommate, you know, two <laughs> stalls over. Because like, I could, it was like, uh, you do like a quick head nod. And like, okay, I'm going to like finish washing up uh, real quick. But then, you know, uh, the last storms I lived in, the shower was maybe two and a half feet square. Like you could barely fit in there. And it had the, the shower curtain that when you turn the water on, it wanted to like suck to your body and half of the showers, the, the curtain wasn't long enough. So you just had to like be in just the right <laughs> spot, but they also had to make sure that you didn't put your clothes in a spot where the water was just kind of like, get a blast. I hated that so much. Like, okay, I'm going to get this, the stall that's the furthest away from the door. That way I can make sure no one's stealing my stuff. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> I'm weird. It happens. And those, those were the days. Oh, so, but, but Mike was saying, your Christmas shopping is almost done, except for socks. See, I told you, I told, when, I, when I messaged you, I said, we're going to get off topic. <laughs> right, we are not a podcast that stays on topic very well. And uh, who knows, that may be a little bit of, you know, some, you know, ADD in me. I don't know. But you don't seem to mind, I guess. It'll make for good banter. I hope so. So, Hoots, what's been your favorite thing since we last spoke? Uh, favorite thing? Gosh. Um, we podcasted before Thanksgiving, or at least I did anyway. Yep. So, I guess we had a, a turkey. It was it was better than I thought it was going to be. So wait, wait, wait. Did you find this turkey in the trash? No, 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 no. I think um, no, no. So 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 this is. Have we heard from Trash Turkey lately? Do we know I he's think okay? So. I think he's okay. You think? I do. 
I okay, as good as this turkey was, in all honesty, I do still wish it would have been a ham. <laughs> was it just not I don't know if you're just being silly or like was was it just not done well? No, no, the turkey was done well. I just all you can't beat ham. You can't beat a good old Christmas ham or I guess that's that's the thing, right? You, you eat turkey for Thanksgiving and ham for Christmas. Now, the the honey glaze so, so, or so, whatever. So do do you save like eating ham like a not not like like sliced ham for sandwiches, but do you save like ham as a main entree for supper? Do you save that for special holidays like Easter and Christmas? Typically, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's just so. To me, it's it's just so big, and depending on hmm. what you do with it, it can take a while to prepare, or maybe oh. how how you get it. Well, I mean, I'm not going straight to the hog and getting. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna let other people take care of that first. Yeah, yeah. So, like you said, what you do to that? No, I'm gonna. I'll be honest. I like to have. I like to have ham more than just on holidays. So Costco so has a has a very nice, like, I don't know what what kind of ham they call it, but it's just. I mean, it's not bone in, but it's just like here's this hunk of meat, and I make sure that I pick the one that is the right size to fit in the crock pot. And the only prep that I do is brown sugar. Take about a cup and a half of brown sugar, and I put some on the bottom of the crock pot, set the ham on it, and just like pack the rest of it on there, and put it on low for you know eight ten hours, and we're good to go. That's all. That's all you got to do. Wow! And it it adds a bit of sweetness without. I mean, of course, you can always pare it back a little bit if you don't want it to be too sweet. But I'm not putting. I don't need any extra spices or anything. Just do you do you um, slice or score it um, before you put it in there, or is it not. does it come that way? No, or it's just either. it's just like a, a ham, right? It's, and it's not pre-sliced or anything. Okay. But, you know, I do that, and I make my pinto beans on the side, and we have mashed potatoes, and that is good to have any day of the week, and it ends up feeding us for like. Two or three days after that. And I'm all about the leftovers. Same. Mike, are you a, are you, are you a ham person? Mm-mm. No, no, uh, I don't even really eat meat at all. Oh, wow. That's a, uh, I like to say that sounds really healthy. Commendable. It doesn't. Cause <laughs> I eat bread instead. <laughs> <laughs> Which is way worse. <laughs> to to quote from Scott Pilgrim, bread makes you fat. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen me, so I can confirm. Yeah. Uh, well, see, and, and for us, it's like we're not just sitting around eating bread a whole lot because for us, bread is six dollars a loaf. Oh man! And well, yeah, gluten free. <laughs> If it makes it feel any better, I had pizza for two out of three meals yesterday. So how did that make me feel better? Well, for for eating nothing but bread. What do you have it's on like your pizza? Pizza is half bread. What? It de- oh, it depends on how you make your pizza. Well, sure. Are you are, are you just doing like a regular cheese pizza? Well, uh, Casey's breakfast pizza in the morning, and then you had a we had a uh, 
I don't know if they have these in where you're from, uh, Math Man, but uh, uh, Pizza Ranch? No, I've heard of Ranch on Pizza, but not Pizza it, Ranch. It's a pizza buffet. It's kind of like CeCe's Pizza. Oh, yeah. We used to we used to frequent CeCe's until about 10 and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's nothing but the highest quality of uh, Cheap food pizza? was when it was entered my body yesterday. So now, are you, are you saying that the pizza, this pizza buffet, is high quality? Because it no. sounds okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> so that's where my uh, my daughter wants to go for her birthday. It's Pizza Ranch. Pizza Ranch. <laughs> yep, that's on Wednesday. It's coming up quick. Oh, oh yeah, baby, let's go. So, so what kind of pizza does she like? She likes cheese or pepperoni. Yeah, that's uh, that's toaster waffles go to is cheese or pepperoni. Um, my other son likes to throw on olives and some jalapenos. And she's she's turning seven, so I think it's pretty appropriate for her age. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking of your older daughter. <laughs> no, no, no. Her birthday was in August. So she's done eating pizza. Get, get She'll pizza have some on Wednesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you better hope it's somebody's pizza. birthday. <laughs> she went pizza rants on her birthday too. <laughs> I don't remember what she had. She was too busy sitting at the other table with her friends. So, <laughs> ah. yeah, we used to take our kids to CC's, and it, I think back in the day it was something like, you know, children three or under three ate for free. And they asked me how old is back when Toaster Waffle was young. Like, how old is he? I said he's going to be three tomorrow. So it went the day before his birthday, so he'd still be free. And and I could say that with a clear conscience, nice. not that I'm trying to rip them off. Like, oh, he's uh, he's he's two. <laughs> oh, no, no, he legitimately is. I have a technical question before we Uh-oh. get into any more done? meat of this podcast. What do we do? I'm I'm watching these uh, audio files scroll along the bottom of my screen here, and yeah. mine is completely flat. Yeah, just ignore that. Okay, all good. What's the worst that can happen? You'll be talking to a ghost. When well, we'll just, we'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll just fill it in. Uh, I'll make <laughs> up some kind of go- make up some kind of gobbledygook. It's like, uh, this is Hoots. We've been uh, we've been playing games, and I've been beating things, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a true backlog buster. Five blackouts <laughs> this month. Okay, okay, that's 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 great. That's great. Oh, I, I was so, picturing you'd you'd get like some sort of Animal Crossing or Sims speak in there. No, he's just gonna push the Yoda button. <laughs> Waiting you Yes. That's the one you're looking for, right? That was it. All right. I I live to please, I guess. Okay, so for me, my I guess favorite thing since the last time is now I'm not going to say it's getting a new dog, but it's the fact that my first dog has been fantastic with the new dog. So I'm not sure how many stories I've shared with my dog or about my dog on this podcast, but she's a very reactive dog. We've done, we've like had a dog trainer come to our house and work on her obedience, listening, heal, all this stuff. But it's all, she's always had issues whenever she sees another dog, you know, on walks, or even if she just sees it, like we're driving 
and she just sees a dog, freaks out. That's so what we were very, very nervous about bringing in another dog. So we've spent the last, uh, we spent like the two or three weeks before actually getting this new dog, getting her acclimated to this new dog by meeting her at a neutral place and, you know, spending time and extending that time over a couple of days to like, okay, this is the new dog. This is what she smells like. Get used to it. And I think there were a couple of moments at the beginning where like, I don't know, like you're growling. What or is that a, I want to play growl or is this, Hey mom, look, I can put my sister's entire head in my mouth growl, <laughs> but she's like, now she's just completely chill with the dog. Like, you know, she's laying on the bed and then here's this little dog who's like laying next to her and they're just, they're just fine. I've seen them play a little bit. Um, it's actually kind of funny to see, I always told my dog, oh, you're such a good dog, such a good girl. And now compared to this new pup, I mean, she's a year old, but still I'm like, wow, my dog is really well behaved. My dog listens. She's not like jumping in my face all the time. I'm like, you know what? You really are a good girl. Now just got to work on your new sister and training her to become a good girl as well. That's, That's huge. awesome. Yeah. It's, it, it is right now, unfortunately, um, our new dog, and her name is Rosie, by the way, like Rosie the Riveter. And that's what's on oh, her collar. Rosie. Rosie the Riveter. Uh, she is wearing a cone because she, we thought she was going to be okay with the, the, the surgery from being fixed. But she was not good. So we had to get a cone. And so now she is wearing the cone of shame for about another week or so. And uh, yeah, she looks like a little, like she's, it, it almost looks like it's a, a space helmet. Like she's about to be launched into orbit. <laughs> she's got this, this pathetic look on her face. Like, why are you guys doing this to me? I'm like, uh, because you keep licking where you're not supposed to lick. Oh, our dog had a cone of shame. That was the worst. He's, he's 80 pounds. So quite a bit bigger than Rosie. Oh yeah, she's fourteen. But but it, so again, the cone's bigger now too. So now, you know, you walk around <laughs> and you're you're just knocking stuff over, like, oh, terrible. Not to mention, he'd find ways to get it off occasionally. And oh, with our first dog, we took her home just after she got fixed, had the cone and everything, and she just slipped on out of it. We tried all these different tricks. We tried different. Um, kinds of cones to keep it on and she'd slip right off like she was a houdini when it came to that even if it had a buckle you turn around and all of a sudden it's like unclipped and she's like yeah i'm looking at myself again what you want to do about it <laughs> all right time for the shirt no it doesn't nothing would work for her but she's again but anyway that's that was that was my happy it's just and i keep remarking Good. to my wife like i don't think we ever would have imagined being able to have another dog in our house we've, and not have my dog like trying to kill it. We've tried and failed many, many, many times. Was that a second dog? No, but come, just guests, visitors. Oh, really? Yeah. And not, no, no, oh, sorry. Visiting dogs, not people. Our dog loves people. Hates okay. Dogs. Okay, I was I was about to say, oh my gosh, that's 
Yeah, that's that. Pretty that sad. would be even worse. That would be much worse. Thank goodness. Well, see, I think that's kind of like what it is with with Rosie. She likes other dogs. Like we take her over to my in laws' house, no problem. They're a little 10, 12 pound dog, not a problem. But then we're out walking, and she we're out on the green belt, and it was right as the high school was getting out, and so kids are walking, and she is like growling and yipping at them. I'm like, these are just people. <laughs> They're not even coming toward you. What's like, what is your problem? And then you flip it around for the other dog. And she would be like, Oh, it's a person. That's fine. A dog. You better back up. Or I'm going to wreck you. Like, okay. Well, Oh baby. Get ready. I'm a 20 pound ball of fire. <laughs> you can't hold this. <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right, so, you know what? I think I still need some time to think. Or You know what? Yeah, we, we just need to get out of the way. We can let's just let a- Trash Turkey go first. <laughs> no, let, let's, let's, let's talk about the games we've been playing, and maybe this will help me think of some things to put on our Mount Rushmore, because that is one of the topics today, is Indeed. Mount Rushmore for the Super Nintendo. We have two versions. With the, we have the, the A side and the B side. It's almost like the, like the Celeste of Mount Rushmore's. So Ooh, wait till he finds out about seasides. Oh. <laughs> and you know what? We probably could do with that here as well. Actually, the <laughs> seaside is probably like the Sega Genesis, you know, it's no one's going to, der- no one's going to find it. No one cares. No, no one cares. So hey, now <laughs> the A side is going to be Nintendo published, Nintendo published games, like the first party games. And the B side is going to be, Anybody else? And it may seem like, well, why didn't you do that before? I, I just think when it comes to the Super Nintendo, I feel, personally felt like the quality of the library was so strong for both the Nintendo published games and the other ones that you had to split it up. Otherwise, it you know, we're going to... I mean, fan like fanboy wars are bad enough as it is. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to have people coming down to the, to the headquarters of the Backlog Busters rioting and you know, throwing burning couches on our front lawn. We don't, we don't need that. And by the way, that's uh, your Patreon dollars hard at work. That's why we have an office building <laughs> and a landline. Oh yeah, a landline. Yeah, yeah. We even have a what's called an answering machine. It has these like really mini- has like these miniature cassette tapes. Wow. So any message that you leave for us is always recorded. And you can reach the Backlog Busters at 1-877-867-5309. What was that number one more time? Ah, Don't worry. It'll be in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, if if we can afford a landline, we must be making... Buku bucks over on Patreon. Hey, hey, easy, easy there, guest. We, we. You called me a backlog buster when you opened the show. <laughs> Look, everyone's a backlog buster. They just don't know it yet. Okay. I was being nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm I'm moving my dessert off to the side, so we can get down to, well, in the words of Mulan, let's get down. To business. 
we're not going to be defeating the Huns this time. <laughs> All right. So I don't know. Okay, so something's going on here. My Discord is like wicking out on me. I gotta close that out. Did you? It did have an update recently. Well, I'm using it on the desktop, and it was. I don't know what in the world. Like I, I bet. To, it. Yeah. No, this thing is like. It's like completely busted. I guess I'm gonna have to use my phone, which is not what I want to do. But let's go for it. All right, this you close makes and reopen. Great... That works sometimes. What? That's what I did. Close it and reopen it. Oh. I did. Oh, oh, you're in trouble now. Hold on, hold on. We're going to task manager this bad boy. We're going to end that task. Oh, oh, what you got now, Discord? You know what you got? Absolutely nothing. Uh-oh. Your process just got ended, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm what? No. <laughs> This is you talking to Discord. Sorry. Oh, no. So you guys are still there, right? Yeah, I'm I'm here. I see the recording light up on top. Search bar on my computer is not liking me. Like, just disappeared. No search bar. All right. So we do have some suggestions from the community for what they would say would be on their Mount Rushmore A and B sides. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were talking about what we've been playing. Okay, I got distracted. I don't know. We should... Fine. Okay, let's do that. What have you been playing? Me? It better be, it better be something good. And it better not be DBD or TCM. Uh, about that, actually. What are those not? It, it has been. It has been Dead by Daylight. But, but in my defense, in my defense, Chucky came out. And he's in the game now, and you can play him as the killer in third person. And I happened to to win a copy of the DLC um, from a streamer, so I I couldn't not go back and play Dead by Daylight. Now, come on, it was a moral imperative you had to play new new it, content. It, count it. It's required. Never mind the fact I haven't played as Chucky yet. That's not the important part. Have have you have you survived against Chucky? Has Chucky killed you? Oh gosh, he's so popular. It's three fourths of the games I've played have been against Chucky or or Tiffany, uh, the alternate. Is that the bride? Is that the bride of Chucky? It is. So so what's what's Chucky's shtick? What's his ability? Oh okay, uh, he's got a multifaceted ability. Um, First, he has the power of being short, which is cool. Uh, and in order to compensate, well, it, it's a huge deal because normally you can see the killers over the top of the loops, yeah. but you can't see Chucky over the top of the loops because he's like as tall as your knees. <laughs> so in order to compensate for that, they gave him tiny little footstep auras that you can see through the walls uh, as oh. you're in chase. So that helps, but... To make it so that's not perfect, they also gave Chucky what's called Heidi Ho mode. And when he's in Heidi Ho mode, he goes undetectable, so no more terror radius. And all those tiny footprints are just anywhere. Whether he's there or not, they're just all over the place. And so <laughs> suddenly you can't track him that way anymore. So he's a stealth-based killer. But there's a second portion to his power, 
where in addition to being able to be stealthy, he also has like a super long lunge where he screams and just like charges in your direction. That sounds frightening. He goes something like 10 meters and he goes super fast and he, you can jump and hit you. But in addition to that, he can slide underneath of pallets, um, oh. which is a struggle, but only when he's in Heidi Homo. And he can vault windows faster, too. So he's got a lot going on in his kit. And so can, a lot of. Can he attack ahead. in Heidi Ho mode? Yeah, that's he can okay. do basic attacks, but he can also do the it's called slice and dice, the charge attack. So what? Uh, so he's go ahead. What what's the what's the limiter there? Is it is it a once a match type of thing or is it a cooldown or there's, what? There's a cooldown. Uh, it doesn't seem to be a very long cooldown though, as I feel like he's charging all the time. Uh, one thing I've, I've noticed is that if he slides under a pallet, it resets his charge, so he can keep like bouncing from pallet to pallet or from window to window and resetting his charge. And so he can like charge all the way across the map. It's kind of ridiculous, but it's cool at the same time. Um, wow. Yeah. Anyways, aside from dead by daylight, I've been playing this, this game that kind of randomly fell into my lap from, from nowhere. Um, it's this little one. You, you might've heard of it. Um, it's called, uh, Super Mario Wonder? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. It kind of flew under the radar this year. Um, <laughs> Neat little indie game, I hear. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, but it lost to Sea of Stars. <laughs> <laughs> or or did it lose family to family game, though. Or did it's it lose to Pizza game. Tower? <laughs> <coughs> what even is that? A pizza Tower? It. I think it's like a, a Wario-like. Wario Land wannabe. Not want to be. Hmm. It probably does a pretty damn dang good job. But if we got nominated at the Game Awards, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll not get it too much into the the Game Awards drama and who got nominated we, that didn't do anything. I think that, we we should we should circle back on that uh, <laughs> after Mount Rushmore. I, I, I think. No, I'm 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 putting that on the list. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Super Mario Wonder has been awesome. I've only finished the first three worlds but i am getting every wonder seed that i can getting every purple coin that i can as i go i'm just i'm taking my time i'm playing every level going through all the special level special world levels as they come up and just thoroughly enjoying playing that game uh there's so many different characters you can play as which is really cool you got mario and luigi and <clears throat> peach and Blue Toad and Yellow Toad and Daisy and then four different Yoshis and Nabbit. There's so much you can do. Bowsette? Uh, nope. Not this, 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 this DLC, I think. Toadette. 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 <laughs> ah. So, I know your background with... I know you're, you're, like, like you're a Mario fan. Especially Mario Maker. Right? I mean, greatest of all time right there. So... What kind of expectations did you have going into this game? And how do you feel about the game now after playing it? Well, I'll, everybody was saying it was fantastic, amazing. Uh, best 2D Mario ever. 
type situation. And I, I try to go into games with, with low expectations or no expectations if I can, because then I don't, you know, put it up on a pedestal and then be disappointed when it doesn't reach that. But it has been, it's been great. I, I really, really enjoyed my time with it. Um, I've been able to play with my girls for a little bit and that's a chaotic mess, even though we can't collide with each other. <laughs> except except for you can ride the Yoshis. My favorite thing to do is to ride the Yoshis as an elephant because they get all <laughs> squished down. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um have you have you been have you played a level with it with doors yet? Level with doors. And then ha- watched Elephant Mario or character go through a door? I don't think I've had a door yet. Actually. It is. I think I laughed out loud the first time I saw Elephant Luigi squeeze through just a door. Because these doors are the size of just regular Super Mario, Super Luigi, whoever it is. But the elephant is still able to walk through it. <laughs> Well, they can crawl through the one tile gaps as elephants still, I think. So I'm not surprised. Uh, I, well, okay. If you duck and yeah. crawl. I see. I gotcha. When but I think there are different I, I'm animations. Sure it'll be fun. I think there are different yeah. animations depending on uh, who you have, even in the elephant mode like or human mode, whenever you go through the, the pipes and stuff. So I think that was, yeah. that was a nice touch. And uh, even my wife's been playing the game, and she's gotten pretty far. Um, she's not quite as far as I am at this point, but she's been keeping keeping pace with me for the most part. <laughs> and she's been going around now, and she'll like hip check me, and she'll go Koopa because whenever the Koopas run into each other, they <laughs> go the opposite way. So that's been fun. So does she typically play uh, like the Mario games or the two D Mario's? Uh, she played Mario Maker. Um, uh, way back in the day, and she she played Mario like the uh Mario on the NES. Uh, she never had a Super Nintendo growing up, and she didn't much care for mine when I had it. Uh, she had bigger things to play: Bayonettas and Dante's Infernos and Dragon Age and things like that. But uh, but she's she's not a huge platforming person. I have to remind her to hold the run button. Kind of oh gosh! <laughs> but like, I don't ever not hold the run button in a Mario game. I know. It was, I want to go any funny. faster. It's funny. She's like, "How do I pick up the shell?" I was like, "How do you not pick up the shell? You should always <laughs> hold the run button." <laughs> uh, I love my wife, but it's not it's not her favorite thing. But she's been she's been really pushing through the game. Like, there's this one level. Um, it's one of those challenge levels and it's like set to the music and the blocks like kind of phase in, oh, and, yeah. um, not the one in the special world, but the, the other one, she spent two hours on that level trying to get to the end of it, uh, just struggling with it. And she was pretty upset that day, but <laughs> she got it. She beat it. And so she was, she was happy, but it took her a long time. Oh, goodness. I'm glad you guys are having a, a good time with that. Are your kids liking it? Or are they are they getting a chance to play? You know, like is your your middle uh, one and getting a chance to play by herself? Yep, all all the kids have played by themselves uh, except for Dom. Uh, he did come over and play with us for a little bit, and he decided that he has to go and buy his own version. So that'll be <laughs> happening sometime after Christmas. I said he could borrow it whenever we're done with it, but 
he he didn't think he could he could last that long so plus spoilers right (laughs) uh he said when he sat down to play he goes i just want to get to the singing piranha level (laughs) (laughs) i said i I think you can make that happen good news (laughs) (laughs) it's the second level in the game (laughs) but i just got to the second singing piranha level did that earlier today that was uh pretty cool in the special world oh so i haven't i haven't played after i uh beat bowser oh i haven't beaten bowser yet then where's the special world you haven't found the special world no there's oh. alternate exits oh. in every world that sends you to the special world on a different path and okay. you go up on that path and then uh, you can go to and do one of the levels up in the special world. And you right. got to go to the next world and go up there. I so like in in the first world, you know how you have that five star level with the, the bulls that that jump. Ye, possibly. It's like riding the, po- the bulls or whatever. Yeah. And the poison rises up. I don't know that I played that one. It's um, right before. The castle, if you go up, I see. Uh, yeah. It's up there by itself. Now, if you do it the normal way, uh, you end the level and then that's it, and you go back to where you started. But if you get to the end of the level with uh, an elephant power up, you can bust through the wall and then okay. go up and get the special exit. And then you can tell it's a special exit because the it's red yeah, instead flag of the normal red. black flag is. And then it opens up a series of levels that go up until you get to the special world. And one of the, my favorite aesthetic levels in that game that I've seen so far was that way. And it emulates Donkey Kong Country in that it's a silhouetted level. Ooh, nice. So that's really cool. And it and it has uh, this wonder effect where, like, you're super tall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I have played yeah. at least one of those levels. I imagine there might be multiple. But. No, no, Hoots, you... You beat the game, right? Because I remember you posting this. I did. This, this, I, like, so, I did it badgeless. I did. I I did not use any badges, and I beat Bowser. So it sounds like you maybe just like mainlined it, and you weren't like seeking out the the secrets or the extra exits or anything. Uh I was. I did. I did mainline it, but I oh, have man. every intention of going back. It is going to be the if if it's not the first, it's the second game I want to go back to. Thinking like Christmas break this year and just really sink my teeth into it. Yeah, and and that, I was talking to the Discord too, right? I'm kind of like, gosh, you know, I've I've rolled credits on a lot of these and therefore put them on the bingo card this year. And I was like, I wonder if I could maybe possibly sneak him in for next year too when i <laughs> when when i when i go in and 100 percent him because that's i i am a bit of a completionist i've been playing so many games this year that i have not been playing that way and it's i i remember well let me put it another way i remember watching i i watch the sakurai's youtube channel and uh one of his little episodes, he's like, this is my living room. And it has two TVs. One is for games and one is for TV shows or whatever. I do both at the same time because 
if I don't watch them while I'm playing video games, I won't ever watch them, and I won't ever experience all the great content that's out there at all. And I was all like, dude, you are a madman. What What is wrong with you? Come on. But <laughs> That used to be my setup. But now... I had the exact same setup. But now I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the games that I already own, and I'm all like, you know, he may be onto something here. Like, do I... Do I try to just blaze through absolutely everything I have in order to at least get a little bit of a sample of everything? Or do I really try to spend my time with every single item I have in my collection? I don't know. He Well, I think it comes uh, down this to year it. has made has made me almost kind of really consider what he what he was going for in that video, and I'm like, man, he he may be right. There's a lot of stuff out there and it's there's a lot of good stuff out there too so i think it just kind of depends on how you like to play and how you like to enjoy games like I, yeah i get very frustrated with the like the, the, this vocal minority on the internet that try to tell people how to play games like you have to 100 percent, or you didn't do this you didn't do that now i know that i probably said things in the past this is going out to mr skinny matt who couldn't be with us tonight about Dragon Quest Eleven, like, there <laughs> are three distinct acts in that game. You can like technically roll credits after the second act, but it's that third act that kind of puts everything back together to get that like the, the good ending that you want. So I'm not going to say, oh, if you didn't play and complete Act Three, you haven't beaten the game. I'm just I will tell you, you're missing out because there is something there. But if you have like like we're talking about Super Mario Brothers Wonder. If you have played that, you beat it, and you said, I beat this game. I saw what I wanted to see. I'm done. I can now put this on the shelf and, and be good. If that's the way you want to do it, great. But if there's a certain way that you want to play that brings you enjoyment, I would say play it that way. I would put enjoyment above, I've got to beat this game for the backlog. <laughs> like, have fun. Because if this, if, if, if our hobby that we have right here stops bringing us happiness and pleasure and enjoyment and it becomes like a second job then it's to me it's not anything worth doing at that point i want to make i I want to be having fun now there have been and there have been some games where i've said all right i'm gonna beat this because i know i'm almost at the end but i just i'm beating it so that i can be done with it and i don't have to think about it like yakuza like a dragon Oh, you shut your filthy mouth! <laughs> I, you're 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 gonna knock one of my top ten games of all time. Yeah, tell me about that final dungeon. Oh, it was fine until it said, "Okay, let's do the final, final, final dungeon." And I went, "All right, you know what?" <laughs> it and, and I looked at, when when I looked it up, and I realized that it doesn't actually add anything to the story or to the game. I went. I'm I'm okay not doing that because I did. I mean, there and there's still a lot of other things I could go back and do in the game because I didn't do all the side stories, but I could go and do that, and I'd still have fun doing it because that game is so good. It's just that that super duper final final level, even after you've beaten the game, it's like, hey, you you brought this to a level that I'm not. I'm not going to mess with that. Just like I don't <laughs> play permadeath when I do Fire Emblem. I'm like. No, because I want to enjoy because I want to have fun and that makes me happy. 
Here's the thing about Fire Emblem. Nobody actually plays permadeath. <laughs> That's not true. That's permadeath. not true. Even if it says permadeath, they don't. Hit the reset maybe, button. Maybe streamers do, but most people are just going to reload their save oh, yeah. and go back to the beginning of the fight. But, but I, Right, I know that. But they will, like, the, the thing is, they have permadeath on, so they're like, okay, well, man, I just spent 45 minutes on this one fight, maybe an hour and a half, and I lost a character. I'm going to reload that save. To me, that's what permadeath is doing. You got to have stakes. You got to have stakes. You want you on, want your actions to mean something. My actions do mean something because my guys are overpowered. I'm going to destroy you. My action means a whole lot compared to your whole little. Not if you're training your entire army instead of just like 10% of the army. I'm training anyway, the characters that I like. That's good. You know, you know, what's what's his name? Can't think of his name now because I didn't just didn't care. Hubert, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you. you Linhart was such a Linhart was a whiny brat, but he was pretty good with magic. Now Dorothea, okay, give me some Dorothea. First Petra. character I recruited from Blue Lions, Dorothea. What? Dorothea you was mean, the first character I recruited from, being in the Blue Lions. Clan. Oh, being in, oh to to bring her into okay yes. Okay, I got you. I got you. She's got See, some. Ev- she's like best friends with Manuela. You remember her? Oh, oh, <laughs> that Manuela. I got to tell you, there's a whole lot of impropriety going on with her. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that gets programs shut down at schools. <laughs> I, I mean, even even me as a teacher, when you figure out that your age is probably close to twenty, when oh, you do the math. And you're like, I'm getting way too familiar with my students. <laughs> this is, this is not. I mean, fortunately, there was that. There was a bit of a time jump, so then it came to be not as weird. <laughs> still weird. It was still weird. Look, nothing's stopping you from just hanging out with Hanneman. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hanneman um, is math man. Actually, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> think about the think about the the supporting characters. There is one who definitely fits closer. Like, okay, Hanneman kind of looks like me, maybe a little bit of attitude. But there's another character that is a lot closer to me. Who is it? Is it, hold on? Is it a professor? Um, ish. I mean, I'm not. It's not not a student. The only one I, I can I remember think, right now is, and I can't even remember his name. It's the it's the knight, and he's and he makes really bad jokes. That's him, Alois. <laughs> yes. It's like you all these bad jokes. You're comparing yourself to like all these bad jokes, all these puns. I'm like, <laughs> my man, my man, you get me mm, right there. Oh yeah. Everybody else is like, oh, he's so cringe. I'm like, no. You just don't have a good sense of humor. It's true. All right, so uh, back to the topic at hand. So, Blaze, you did Mario Wonder. Did you have anything else? Those are the big ones. Um, I, I think that's that's it. Just a, a dabble of Dead by Daylight, but mostly Mario Wonder. So, has Mario Wonder lived up? Like, are you feeling like this is a 
good Mario game, this is a great Mario game, or it's just another Mario game. See, I've never been in a camp of just another Mario game. They're all great. <laughs> They're with they the are. exception of Mario Land 2 on the Game Boy. That one was disappointing to me, but I think it's just because <laughs> I came way too late and I played yeah. it on yeah. the Switch and I've, you know, I've experienced much better games and people who had put it on a pedestal and I let that be like the thing walking into that game when I played it fairly recently. But no, Mario Wonder is great. I have having a blast with it. It it is a, a weird thing, right? Because everybody always, whenever people talk about Mario games, they only ever compare them to other Mario games, and it's like even the bad ones. Come on, they're still pretty pretty darn good. I mean, there aren't really other platformers that come close to Mario games. Like the next closest now, thing is is Donkey Kong, and that's just more Nintendo. Yeah. So like, yeah. So now, okay, I'll, I'll ask you one more no. question about wonder because i kind of i kind of feel feel a little bit of this there's, a, there's some truth to this so the biggest criticism i've heard about it is that they it feels like a like a like a kid's ipad game and what i mean by that is like boom 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 there's there's it's just super super noisy like look at this here look at this here look at this here do you do you feel that at all or are you able to fly through it i wouldn't complain about it i mean i guess i could see where somebody would be coming from like the like the wonder flowers that change the whole level and uh interest like different ways that are all well not all most of them are pretty interesting i don't like floating around in space so much but other than that uh i've had a good time with it i don't have any complaints um the art style took a little bit of getting used to, but like I I like it now. Um, I felt like at the, at the beginning the the palette was a little muted, and I didn't like that as much. But as I'm getting into more worlds, that that's kind of resolving itself, so it's not as oh, big yeah. of a deal. What you were talking about with like an iPad game to me, the game just it is filled with creativity and whimsy and fun. Oh yeah. I, and I, I agree. I, I, I would not. I would not look at that and go, "Oh, this is an iPad game." Like there are some no. games that I've played. I'm like, "Oh, this is someone just ported over a mobile game." <laughs> but, for the, but for this one, I'm like, no, this is. Yes, it, it's like this is the. We've been doing platforming Mario games for close to forty years. Like, yeah, the. This, it's got this the magic group, sauce to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they know what not, they're doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let me let me put it into perspective for you, for me, because when I'm, I played an iPad game, that game was um, Telltale's The Walking Dead season one. So <laughs> that's an iPad game to me. OK. I, All right. I don't mess with the other ones. Very different from Mario Wonder then. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> they had pop ups, too. It, it, it told me that uh, Kenny will remember this. Like a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> and the way the games say things like that, to me, there's always this this hint of, of being sinister. Kenny will remember this. <laughs> Can I kind of go back and change it? This you will be dead remembered. to him. 
Look, <laughs> only if you're playing Life is Strange can you go back and change it. Oh. And then still sometimes it's not good. Yeah. I, I always get so nervous when, when I have to make a choice. Like even in Fire Emblem, there were a couple of times like, be careful with this choice. Like, oh, okay, can I save it? Sorry, you're in the middle of the dialogue. No. <laughs> I guess I wasn't saving um, often and early. So no, you just next time you save, just go down a slot and you're good to go. You can yep. go back and make the other choice. Yeah, yeah, but see, I've done that on some games, and then I end up having like a dozen slots. I'm like, why do I have this extra slot for a character who is 50 levels back? Yeah, I can, see, I can, I can erase that now, right? Right. I better keep it just in case. I want to replay the see, last 53 hours. See, and that one on your specific run, there's only one choice that matters, right? And once you're past that, you're you're fine. Okay, well, I decided to side with Manuela. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dirty old 20 year old teacher. <laughs> so, Hoots, what have you been up to? Well, gosh. So, since Thanksgiving, um, I can't remember. I'm looking at my list here. I think I would have finished Blasphemous before Thanksgiving, so I won't talk about that. Well, no, I didn't. I don't think I you did. did. I did finish Blasphemous. That was that's a good game. Um, religious horror. Um, so, if you grew up Catholic, plenty of uh, Catholic guilt there <laughs> to be had. It is a it's a it's unsettling to say the least. Um, but uh, hooray Protestantism! Yeah. How is the story told? Is it told through like dialogue boxes? Is there yes. voice acting? Is it just set like? It's both. Setting. It's got. To, I would say, oh man, maybe seventy-five percent of the. No, probably more than that. Eighty percent of the dialogue is voice acted, um, but it's a two D uh, pixel art Metroidvania kind of Souls like. Um, okay, I saw I saw some faces there. Anyway. Um, it's a very good is game. It a, is it is it a deck builder too? No, no. Deck it's a it's a, it's a it's a two D. It's probably more of a souls souls like it's is light. If you've ever played a Dark Souls game, this game is not as hard as a Souls game. I've played it, an Elden is, Ring. Does that count? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that counts. Um, not as hard as Elden Ring. Elden Ring, in fact, is the only Souls game I've played prior to. Well, I guess Hollow Knight's a Souls-like game too, kind of sort of. If you want to get, it's got it's got those elements, right? It's closer to Hollow Knight than it is Dark Souls. Okay. Hmm. Um, Hollow Knight didn't click for me. Well, to each his own. I'll say. I think, I think Hollow Knight may be more of a Metroidvania. It, it is, hit, but it's it got. Might, it's, it might check that box first before Souls-like. You. I don't completely disagree, but it does have the, uh, when you die, you have to go find your, your body to go get all your loot back. Like Shovel Knight. Uh, and it, and it has the campfire, the, the, uh, campfire, it's not campfire, it's a bench, but. Yeah, the bench. Um, oh, like Shovel Knight. Huh? <laughs> 
first one made sense. I don't know about the second one. At, at the end of every level, there's a campfire, and you got to catch. Oh, you're right. You're right. And that is technically a save point. Yep. Okay. All right. We were uh, but no, you, fast you, you, and loose with definitions of genres. This is lovely. <laughs> you go on, but but and so and then the other key thing that's kind of taken from Souls game is every time you save, all of the enemies respawn. Whereas if you don't save, the enemies don't respawn. I think they did that in uh, Lies of P as well. Certainly yeah, that's a Souls to... game. Well, no, I know. I'm just saying. It's yeah. Forget it. You know what? But Sorry, but but other than that, it it plays like a Metroidvania, right? You go through and you. Um, the reason I almost want to lean more Souls-like is because you actually don't get many. You don't. In order to beat the game, you don't get very many new mobility options. Okay, so it's, like whereas a Metroidvania, you'd get a lot and you'd open up more areas that way. And this is yeah, more yeah limited. Okay, that makes sense. Um, really good game. I'd recommend it. Um, but if you there's, I think there's like three different endings after all of the the free DLC has been put in. Uh, and I was gunning for the the third, the new DLC ending. Um. And I did, I did all of the hard stuff that you have to do to get that ending. But I think I had to talk to somebody before I beat the final boss. Yeah, but I didn't do that. And so I got the, the, the canonical ending before the DLC came out. And I was like, this is not the ending I was expecting to get. But it's too late now. We got, we got, we got games to play, man. That's a little frustrating. It had, it uh, was. That's another game I kind of want to go back to. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And I don't know if I need to start over to, to activate it or not. There are points of no return in that game. Well, there's... No, there are two points of no return in that game. If you want to go for the the third ending. Which... those They need to be telegraphed more, I think, if you if you ask me. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the, well, you've already gone beyond this point, so if you didn't collect anything or you didn't talk to the people, too bad for you. Or or at least if if the game had told me, hey, we know you're trying to do this, you're this close, are you sure you want to continue? I'd be like, well, are you telling me I'm not ready? <laughs> and if I, if I had known that, I would have been able to easily rectify it, right? I might still be able to open up that save and go back and do it, but I don't, I don't know because I think I've hit that point of no return. Um, but anyway. I'd imagine you would if you've gotten the ending. Like, Yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyway. Blasphemous. Good game. I would recommend it. I, I, I Before tonight, I was going through and I was getting ready for game of the year and I, I'd sorted my games uh, by good and bad, whether I liked it or I didn't <laughs> like it. And uh, you'll be happy to know that um, the vast majority of the games are good games that I played this year. So that's awesome to hear, man. Yeah. Um, but then the 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 next game I played and beat was Paper Mario and the Origami King. And uh, gosh, that was kind of the I don't know how much you guys know about it, but it's got the it's the 
it's Paper Mario after they stopped being quote unquote true RPGs with leveling up and whatnot. Um, you don't you you have turn based battles and you you but you don't gain experience. So then you're kind of like, well, why do you why do you battle? And that's a very that good the card question. One? No, it's not the card one. That's that's actually on my list for next year because I got to play it before my Wii U blows up. But um, uh, uh, it's got the turntables that you have to line things. Yeah. Up. So so instead of doing traditional battles, uh, each each battle is instead like a a circular slide puzzle. Uh, and you're basically trying to line the enemies up for your jump attacks going a line, and your uh, hammer attacks hit a, a square of, of four units close to you. Um, and that actually, again, it, it it made the game unique. It do, it did make you want to be like, okay, I am going to try to avoid all these enemies because I'm not gaining experience, and these battles are kind of they're. Some of them are super easy to line up, and it and it just it's just a matter of doing them and taking the time to do them, which is annoying. But some other ones, the patterns, like for whatever reason, they just didn't click in my brain, and so I I would not line them up. And if you don't if you don't solve the puzzle, like even a simple enemy will will kind of wreck you. Like it doesn't take. If you if you have t- uh, three or four battles in a row where you can't solve the puzzle, then like you you probably get a game over. <laughs> like it's one of the frustrating things about that is that it don't you don't have an infinite amount of time, so you've got this time yes. that's like constantly clicking down. So I've got I'm under pressure to move things and figure out the puzzle yep. in time so that I can do an effective attack. Yeah, yeah. Can, can you pause it? Uh, you, you can pause it. In fact, I did this a couple times, mostly on bosses. Um, but I would take a screenshot and hit the home button and look at the screenshot to try to solve the puzzle that way. There you go. (laughs) Uh, so, I mean, it was, that being said, right, the battles were unique enough to, for me, at least for the main portion of the game, that they kept it interesting enough for me to want to get through and, uh, all that. And, and after I beat the game, the rolled credits, um, I thought I, I came back. I came out of it thinking, "Man, this is a excellent game." The story, the the story is pretty. It's decent, but it's largely the jokes and the writing that are that hit me hard. I I never would have thought, but that in a Paper Mario game of all games, too, there was a moment in it where I was crying, tears of sadness, and laughing at the same time. Like it was. I don't want to spoil it because it's kind of it, it kind of happens quite suddenly. But um, yeah, it was a good game. I would say that I think I liked it better than Thousand Year Door. So but I'm also a Super Mario RPG kid. I think Super Mario RPG is also better than Thousand Year Door. I haven't played Thousand Year Door, but I've heard nothing but amazing things about that game. Right. Which is why I I have to say that here I want to I want to get some some spice thrown into this podcast. Um, Paper but, Mario one that I've played was um, I think the one on the on the, on the Wii. I believe Super I Paper Mario. It's kind of like a side scroller almost, and you'd flip it. Yeah, sometimes. and you like, you flip between two and three D. Yeah, I'm, so I haven't played Super Mario RPG, 
I did play um, a couple of different Mario and Luigi games on the DS, like Bowser's Inside Story and Dream Team. So, I, I mean, I enjoyed those, and I hope that, I know it will never happen, but it would be nice to see a collection of that show up on the Switch at some point. Never say never. They've you, surprised us I before. Mean, yeah. I never would have thought that we would have seen a remake of Super Mario RPG. Incredible, really. I haven't I haven't put money down on it yet, but I'm sure I will at some point. The thing is, it's a game I've already played, so I'm kind of like, eh. It, it's very pretty now, and it sounds really good. But how much here is actually new? You know? I've heard it's a fair amount, but they made it easier uh, if you time your attacks. That too. So it's kind of like if, I, if I've already played the game in hard mode, why play it in easy mode? It's just going to be maybe just you know, you from just, your library. You can just I'll, I'll just turn into the old attacks. man who yells at Cloud. Right back in my day, this was an actual game, not a movie. It was, <laughs> but no, I. I I do want to experience it at some point because it does look very pretty. No, that was on my Dirty Dozen. And I don't think I've completed any of the games on my Dirty Dozen. Oh, no. At all. Hey, did you have fun, though? Yeah, because I found games that were not in my backlog that were amazing this year. Yes. So, I that. mean, really, really good game. We are We are feasting, guys. Oh, no kidding. It's insane. It is. No kidding. So, uh, was, was that it that you had for us? Um, you I want to save some stuff games. for next week? Uh, well, I suppose I should. So maybe, yeah, I should. Might be some uh, Game of the Year talk for what you still have left to play? Well, well, I, well so, okay, I did, I'll talk, I'll talk this now. I, since Game of the Year talks next week, um, there's, there's one game left on my bingo card that I, that I had not played at all. Uh, and it was called Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Nights. Okay. Um, people have, who haven't played it, when you look at it, they kind of compare it to Hollow Knight, which again, I, I, I playing this game coming off the tail end of Blasphemous. Uh, it's not as unsettling as uh, Blasphemous. But it is a doom and gloom type of atmosphere. You basically play as this, I think they call her the White Princess, and that is a very apt description of how she looks in the game. Um, but but basically these spirits follow you around and they do all of your attacking. And you phys- the only thing that this princess is doing is physically moving around and doing stuff but uh, she you have these spirits that do all your attacks for you it's interesting um, and I don't actually anticipate beating it before um, game of the year discussions but I did want to at least start it so that I could not not come come back December 31st and say oh wait actually. <laughs> I do need to make a correction here, but um, yeah, I don't know that it's going to change the, the upper echelons of what I played this year. All right. But more to come. I would still call it a 
a good game and not a bad game. Well, that's the best we can hope for. Yeah. That's good. So I have not been playing a whole lot. Um, you know, bits and pieces here and there. I've been playing some more Forza Horizon 5 online with my boys, which is always good. Um, I came to that once. Yeah, that, that was good. And then I realized, oh, we shouldn't be doing competitive. We should be doing co-op because it's a whole lot more fun to race against Drivatars instead of trying to <laughs> compete against each other. I always like being on the, I like being on the same team with my friends and not against them. Um, yeah, so it's it's been fun with the with the kids and, uh, but what I have been kind of chipping away at is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Mm. So there is the the trilogy that's available on Game Pass, and so I said, you know what, I guess I've kind of been interested in this. Downloaded it, and I'm, I think I'm almost done with the third chapter. So like each chapter is. It's it's a separate case of you know somebody died or some kind of crime was committed and you are the you're the attorney and you're trying to piece together the information to catch someone in in a lie or a, a contradiction and you have to know like when to like you know, press them for more information or when to present a certain piece of evidence and it has to make sense because there is a life bar. And if you present them with something that is is not the piece of information, you're going to lose a couple of notches off of your health. And if you completely lose it, then the case is lost. And so you're going to have to go back to your previous save spot and try again. So what you're doing is that you know you see this little cinematic play out of the crime or something related to it, and you meet all the people that are involved, and you end up going to different places around town to talk to the people that are there or to examine the areas you're like moving your cursor around and say, okay, well, this is something I can click on. And it gives you more information about, you know, say you know, an empty cup that's laying up against the wall or, oh, let me try to open up this, this drawer in a dresser. Again, you're trying to piece together, get more information about the story. It's very dialogue heavy. So I ended up doing like a lot of clicking. So I'm trying, trying to read through it very quickly. And every once in a while, there's a place where I just kind of feel stumped. I'm like, I'm not sure where I'm supposed to go. And sometimes it's kind of frustrating that I have to go through, go to all the different places that I can travel to. And eventually, somebody's going to show up that wasn't there before. That actually happened on this, you know, chapter three. I'm like, I don't know where to go. And I tried to go back into this room, and I did. I was like, oh, here's this guy. But I got to say, some of the characters are like really creepy. <laughs> and I mean, it's like there's you. Okay, so I think it was like in the in the second chapter, there's this like buxom blonde who you're trying to interview, and she's like you know kind of jiggly. Of course, that's... <laughs> hold, hold on a minute. Okay, is this Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, or are you playing Ace Attorney Chronicles? Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Okay, the trilogy, the the, the old one. Yeah, okay. Cuz cuz I played this within the last 3 years too. So, I'm 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 trying yeah, but, to remember everything that that happened. But go ahead. But some of the some of the, like the female characters I'm like, okay, I get it. You got press. But then like trying to make like these weird like 
oh, silly little me. And then you catch them in a lie and they turn into this, this like raging thing. Their eyes change into like this blood <laughs> yeah. red thing. Their teeth become all sharp. You're like, what? What is going on? <laughs> and this, so on, on chapter three, there's this, you know, director on a, on a TV show set. And he is just one of the creepiest things I've ever seen because it's Phoenix, right? And he has a, a female assistant and this guy's like looking at her and he's like, you know, sweating. He's got glasses. Like you imagine like your stereotypical, like Japanese looking nerd. He's like, his tongue is out. Like <laughs> <laughs> you are like, she's like 15 or 16. You're an absolute creep. What it, it, it's very, very jarring. So uh, go ahead. So my experience with the trilogy is all at once. So I don't remember if this happens, but so so Phoenix Wright is is a is a protege of somebody else. Right. Me. And I think, I think this somebody else is a, is a murder victim in the first case. Correct. Okay. Okay. But but I think by the time the second case comes around or or is it even that same case? I, I can't remember because like it's her sister that's it's your her assistant. it's her sister and she channels the 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 victim, uh, <laughs> but her appearance changes to let yeah, you know it, it changes that... <laughs> to look like her older sister, yeah, who is a little bit more than well endowed and the outfit <laughs> is doesn't hide. I'm like, well, and I'm just... and like so so she's still wearing the same clothes and she's again. Her yeah. clothes all of a sudden get much tighter. It's, <laughs> it's I guess it's just the Japanese sensibilities that I'm just like, it, okay. It definitely okay. it it's got to be. It has to be cuz outside of like all the little references like that, it's really a pretty a pretty tame experience considering you're talking about like murders and things of that nature. But Right. And it, it it's fun to go around, you know, collect the information or like, ah, you know what? Something you said that doesn't doesn't make sense, and whenever you you, you can get it right, like ah, got it. Does it? But there are a lot of times though that I'm I'm save scrubbing just in case. Like, does uh, it? I better save right now. Does it make you think that you might try your hand at being a lawyer someday? Oh no, <laughs> no. Because see, this is okay. like this is a, a video game for kids, right? <laughs> and uh, there was this. Uh, TV show that I watched on Netflix earlier this year called it was a South Korean produced show called the extraordinary attorney woo about uh, a female attorney who is on the autism spectrum and her getting into work at a law firm as an attorney. And it's, if anybody, if you haven't seen it, it, it is a, a great show the way that the actor, you know, portrays the, you know, the autism characteristics and the struggles they go through trying to blend in, not just in society or with their family and friends, but you know, at, you know, at the at the job and even in the, the courtroom, it's it's kind of a it's a very amazing show. So, like that to me is probably a lot closer to reality than you know, <laughs> I'm putting some random witness on the on the stand and the judge who kind of already seems corrupt. So, I don't know. <laughs> so see, seeing what goes on in the TV show, like there's no way I want to, like I can't even read and understand these P 
pieces of legislature that go up for votes in the Senate and the House, either in my state or in the in the in the nation. Like, well, those guys aren't lawyers either. Yeah, but the, like the the words they're using, like you are trying to make this yeah. as difficult as possible to understand. That's like, the plan. Like yeah. I'm I'm done with you. Yeah, I'm just gonna you know do the old Brewster's Millions vote none of the above and move on. Yeah, so with when I had to learn Latin for for medical terminology, they said that they did it specifically just to confuse people. Like that's that's why they did it. It's why we use Latin. So it's harder. Just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, <laughs> with with Latin though, that's the foundation for the the class of languages called Romance languages, where you get you know French, um, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese. And if you can under if you know Latin, what those words mean, it translates greatly when you're trying to learn some of those languages. So there, there's there's benefit to it, but now I, I I get what you're saying. So anyway, with Phoenix, right? I'm just kind of chipping away at that a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, no platforming though. No, it's kind of a. Eh. Are, uh, so I can't tell. Are you enjoying your time with it? For the most part, I think there okay. are a, there are a few times whenever I'm like, okay, you already said this. Let me just I gotta keep clicking to get through this because you know maybe I missed something or like oh this is now highlighted where it's saying it's something new and then I click on it, I'm like oh no you're giving me the same dialogue. It's just that I reached a certain story beat and so now you kind of reset the things I can click on when I'm examining. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 interesting. Um, yeah. I like Phoenix Wright. I like his attitude, like hearing his thoughts, especially with his assistant or these other people. It's like, this person seems really crazy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because they are. I I felt similarly. It was it was a good time. I liked it. So yeah, try try and get those uh, those chivos. <laughs> so you this, got anything else you've been working on? Yes, and this one has come as a recommendation from our very own uh, Kaiden Zane. You mentioned this about a month ago. He had picked up Backpack Hero on the Switch. Mm. And I picked it up as well. And I've been playing that. I haven't done any of the the true roguelike stuff um, that you can do. I've been working on like building up the town. Uh, so the thing is, you play as a, as a mouse character. Her mom has gone missing. Her dad's in this town. The town is kind of in ruins. And you start off by diving into a little dungeon, into a cave, and you're trying to find your mom. And I like how it's it's kind of plain, but the, the big mechanic is the backpack. So it's a magic backpack, and as you as you level up, and you know each run you start off with a, with zero XP, but as you level up. You take this backpack that starts off as a three by three grid, and you get to add extra squares to connect to that grid, so that you have, you know, increased carrying capacity, which is great. But also, some of the items that you put in your backpack, which basically is you equipping yourself, they interact with each other. So you might have one item that will affect all of the other pieces of armor around it, or it might affect the um, it might increase the the strength of your weapons when you use them, and so there's strategy about getting everything to fit, 
and also putting things in a way that's going to be the most advantageous to your journey. So you move around on a map just by like clicking and say, okay, I want to go here. And at the bottom of the screen, your mouse just kind of go do, 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 do. He just moves or she moves and then the enemies just show up. So you're not like really having to move around. So it really simplifies that. Um, and when you do the battles, your turn, you have three, it's like three action points that you can use. So your weapons typically use, you know, one action point. You might have some things that only use, or that use zero action points, but they can only be used once per turn. So you have to kind of balance that and, okay, I'm going to attack them, but maybe I need to use one of my action points to activate a shield so that I don't get attacked. And you can see their, their intentions, if they're going to attack you, if they're going to do nothing or block or poison, you know, whatever. So you can really prepare and plan for that. Uh, one of the fun things I like to do is to collect a bunch of defensive items so that at the, begin <clears throat> at the beginning of every turn, I have like, you know, 22 defense, which your HP starts at 40. So like, okay, I can handle most attacks. I'm just going to, you know, take the slow and steady pace or slow and steady route as I go through and, and attack these enemies. And at the end of every battle, you get uh, like six or five, six, seven items. And you can choose up to three to add to your inventory as long as you have room for it. And so it might be where you say, you know what? Here's a sword that's better than what I had before. So you toss the old sword, you pick up, pick up the new one, or, you know, I need to rearrange things so that this item affects more items and it's much more useful to me. And it's, I'm just kind of having a blast doing that because each of the runs as I'm building up the town, it's only, you know, three levels of the dungeon. So it's over very quickly. I'll go back to town, sell the items I picked up, uh, turn some of the special items into the people in the town so that I can find better items on the next run or open up new areas on the run. Uh, you're building buildings so that you're, you get collect more resources or have more people. It's just, uh, I'm just really, really enjoying that. It's just like a very, for me, a very chill game. I can look on the map and see, okay, well, I can go and attack this enemy or I can go and get healed. There's a spot here where I can get healed first and then I can attack them or grab some gold, grab some XP, maybe see a merchant. Um, but yeah. And it's just so, to me, it's so fun to keep, when you level up and you get to expand your backpack, say, okay, I'm going <laughs> to put more stuff in here. Do you want to focus on attack? Do you want to focus on defense? Or do you want to put in some more, like some consumables? Like you might have an, an item that does 10 damage to all the characters, all the, all the enemies. Um, that, so that game was on the Indie World Showcase a little while ago, back in November. Uh, and, and that one was, I think, probably the most interesting game, I thought, in the whole showcase. And then at the end of the trailer, they're like, it's out now. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Usually the, the out now is what you what you've put at the end of a trailer that kind of has you on the fence, right? But in this case, it looked like the coolest one. So I'm very glad to hear that uh, you're enjoying it because I may pick it up in the near future. It's, it, it is... I guess I want to say unique, especially again with the way the backpack comes in. And then when you do your different runs, 
you now you're trying to do to request for the people that are in the village. Oh, this person wants me to do this thing. Okay, well, the conditions are I have new starting items, and the restriction is I can't ever get rid of any of these items. And then here's what my reward is going to be if I successfully complete, you know, this this run. Yeah, and maybe one of these days I'll have to, you know, stream that on Discord so you can so you can see it. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I, again, I I'm I'm digging it. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm I'm excited now. Uh, the one last thing for me to talk about is not a game. It's a movie that got put into my backlog last month or the <laughs> month before. And I've just heard a lot of people praising this movie, saying how good it is. Uh, that movie is Akira. Have you guys is seen what? the movie? Akira. Akira? Yeah. Is that like an anime? It is an anime. Yeah, no. Whenever we had... Um, Xbox Canada on, remember? Mm-hmm. He was talking about how this is his favorite movie and watches it all the time. I was like, okay, okay, you know what? I, I, I know what the cover art looks like. There's this really cool red motorcycle and there's this guy kind of walking away from it. Okay, this might be kind of fun. Uh, yeah, the red motorcycle is just like it's in the movie, but even the character that's there, Canada, who is I guess like the main character, but he doesn't seem like the main character. <laughs> and it's just, I know there's like anime and there, there are more movies and stuff that, that build up the, the lore of Akira. It just didn't do much for me. And I went, wow, there are two hours officially gone from my life. <laughs> I'm never going to get back. <laughs> oh man i i feel you on that i haven't seen akira but i feel that way every time i watch a studio ghibli movie it's like everybody's like oh these are so great they're so great and i watch and i'm like man this is so slow <laughs> i don't understand what's happening yeah some of and, those some of those are slow but the and, and, and you know the the animation in akira a lot of it was was really good but it's not like the animation in the Studio Ghibli movies, because in the Studio Ghibli movies, there's something fantastical about it. This, a lot of times, is very colorful and imaginative. But I guess it's some of the, the grittiness that's in Akira that was kind of a turn off for me. Like again, it looked good, but it didn't have the same feel as the Studio Ghibli movies. And I understand what you say about. Some of them just you know feel slow, and I, I totally get that. But I can get into those more than I can Akira. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it's a showcase for like the the artistry behind making what you're seeing on screen, right? I mean, they're yeah. very pretty. Yeah, it's just I can't get invested in the story most of the right. time. Yeah, I'm like, is this just going to be over soon? <laughs> Please. Yeah, but, but I think with those, there's just something about, you know, the hand-drawn animation that's still being done. Maybe it's just the ones that I picked. I, I don't know. Well, well, what have you seen? Um, I've seen Arietti. I've seen, I think it's Spirited Away, I think is what okay. it's called. Um, The one with the fish, Ponyo. Ponyo. I saw that one. 
Have you seen Kiki's Delivery Service? I did see that one. That one, it was all right. But okay. I was like, what is happening here? This is how I feel <laughs> when I watch any of them. It's like, what is happening here? We're, we're selling bread now? Okay. That's like kind of how I felt about Akira. I'm like, okay, so what's going on? Oh, so this dude now all of a sudden has psychic abilities and he's super powerful. How did that happen? We don't know. Okay, yeah, I'm going to totally buy that. And what about the guy with the red motorcycle? What's he doing? Oh, he's not the main character. Uh, okay. You, you uh, just, when you watch movies, you just need to suspend your disbelief. We're here to have fun, guys. Okay? I try hey, well, then make fun. it fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and and you, I talk a big game considering I haven't seen any of the movies you've described. I live, my loved ones are a bunch of normies, so. All right. Uh, Get wait, out that wait, wait, second wait. TV. You got some catching up to do. That's right. That's wait, what right. What do you mean normies? <laughs> what do you mean normies? Uh, people who think anime equals cartoons equals kids, kids stuff, right? I don't even think cartoons equal kids stuff at this point. It depends. It depends on what you're. It really depends on what you're watching. Like I remember seeing part of like an R-rated cartoon <laughs> back when I was a kid, and I should not have seen that. <laughs> and my kids were like, "What? What was it called?" I'm like, "I'm not gonna tell you." It's like, "It's like I, I don't want you. I don't even want you to look it up and find out why it's R-rated. Just trust me. Don't watch the movie." And it, okay, well, what, what was it called? <laughs> For you guys, it was called Heavy Metal. Oh, I've seen that. I don't have a lot of memories with it, but I do remember that I watched it. Yeah, highly inappropriate. Don't do not watch that. I would say I would say just don't watch it. And especially don't watch it around kids. Just don't. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, you, don't do you it. You said you watched it growing up. So what is this? Is this in the eighties or or what? I watched a lot of stuff as a as a kid, like as a preteen that I should never have seen. And these are movies that I won't even consciously watch now at my age. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not watching that movie. That has the, the inappropriateness in that movie. Like, I'm not going to watch that. So, yeah, so I like think I was in my, like, I was in my early 20s when I watched it. It's like, that, that's when you, at the age you should be when you watched it. Nobody else was around. I watched it by myself. It was fine. And now I don't remember hardly anything about it. So, <laughs> no, I, I'd much rather go back and, and watch, um, you know, watch some classic VeggieTales, then then watch you know, some, some of that stuff. My like, son has lot, been getting into VeggieTales. <laughs> I, I, I have a question though: What yeah. happened to Larry's hairbrush? That that's what I need to know. Well, he gave it to he, the. Peach. I can tell you what happened. He's got I hair. Want to know it? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I work in a pediatric clinic, and somebody had a Larry. A toy and it just kept singing where's my hairbrush I have no idea <laughs> that's all I got was where's my hairbrush <laughs> so and I didn't in, I think it was like the, the second episode that they made second or third one um, was when they introduced the silly songs with Larry I, think, I don't know if that was the first one but it was really one of the first ones and you have this narrator talking about you know here's you know Larry the Cucumber and he's singing, where's my hairbrush? And all these different people keep coming in. And you'll say, like, oh, I haven't seen your hairbrush. And then 
eventually, um, I think Bob the Tomato comes in and says, I'm sorry, Larry. I didn't know, but I gave your hairbrush to the peach because he's got hair. And it kind of yeah. comes in. It's just like this whole thing. It's like, I'm just so distraught. And then, you know, the, the peach comes in, you know, and here's Larry, you know, Larry again, out of the shower. He's got like this, you know, bath towel wrapped in his <laughs> yeah. waist, whatever the waist is for a cucumber. And then the, you know, peach comes in. The peach in walks himself, in with a giant, with the like a huge, huge, he's got, he's got, like, like, I don't know, a huge amount of hair. And he's all like, uh, thanks for the hairbrush. And he just leaves. Well, because like, he, you know, well, he comes, he comes in, in a, in a towel too. It's like, you know, Larry and the peach are both shocked and slightly embarrassed at the sight of each other in a, in a yeah, towel. Yeah. <laughs> and the peach says, thanks for that hairbrush. So good has been done here. Yeah, I watched these a lot. Like when I was in college, we would have watch parties and we would watch all of the VeggieTales episodes. No way. Like in, th- in college? Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> my my sophomore year, there were like five, uh, I think there were five episodes. We had them all on VHS and we would just like have pizza and just watch them all. All right. But, hey, so yeah. acquiring minds want to know, incredible. how many of your students recreate those experiences now? I think the equivalent of that is just getting together with some friends, friends and binging something on Netflix. Like that's going to be the equivalent. You don't think that they're watching Veggie Tales like you did? <laughs> Probably not, because when we were watching Veggie Tales, it was—I'm not going to say—it was cutting edge, but it was—it was new. Yeah, and especially you know being like you know Christian content, it was—it was definitely at, at the forefront of, of that. Having something that was like, you know, good quality and it was funny and the songs were funny. And yeah, you're like, oh, I, I get behind this. And you would quote it because they had some, there's some really silly lines in that, that even to this day, I, I still, still quote or still say to my kids or even to my wife and like, we all get it. Nice. All right. So I'm looking at the time here and realize we're. <laughs> Oh no, we're An good. We're good on time. Minutes into this, we probably better get on to our our main topic. All right, fine, fine. <laughs> Mount Rushmore, Super Nintendo. Okay, the the, the Nintendo published side uh, that's already been set in stone, so I don't think we need to talk about that. Hold on, has it been? I'm pretty sure it has. Have don't we all agree that the the top games are Mario is missing, um, Super Scope Six. No, you, you're not. I, I want to hear what the other ones are. Uh, Yoshi's Cookie. And um, uh, I'm not sure I can read my handwriting. Is that SimCity? Because I think that was Nintendo. Yeah, SimCity. There we go. Is that Nintendo published? I think so. I mean, solid picks. Okay, no. It's, it's, a, a, big, so... it's a big library of great games. Okay, so to it, let's. I want to. I want to see what did. Oh no! Uh, what did the our listeners say? So, Takeda said Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Earthbound, Link to the Past. So I think you know fairly solid picks. Uh, Hoots posted, but we're not going to worry about him right now, and because you're you're here with us. That, that, yes, I'm not, yes. I'm not being a complete trick. Uh, Trash Turkey has Mario Paint, Star Fox, 
Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, and Donkey Kong Country. I'm not sure if he's trolling us or not, but it feels... So, so here's, a, here's an important question too, right? <gasps> Sorry. So, so you, you're, you're making two different lists. It's Nintendo published or Nintendo developed? It's kind of one of the same for me. Because I mean, because Donkey Kong Country, that whole series was not developed by that was, Nintendo. That was rare. It was developed by Rare, but Nintendo still published the game. I mean, the thing about Nintendo is a lot of their like first party is actually second party. Yeah, and they they don't own them. They just work together so closely that they might as well. And so yeah. we were gonna, I think, just go with with published, and that would be a Nintendo published game. So then that's the so, terminology that he's been using thus far. So Donkey Kong would fall under the Nintendo first party published. Okay. List. So then my uh my second list is crap and I want to change my uh first list anyway. So Okay, Why so should... he, he he's not going first then. No. Got it. I I I have a story to tell too. So <laughs> Are, right. are there are there other reader submissions that we need to get to? Uh, sorry, I'm just laughing at I think a quote from VeggieTales now, so don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have we got a show for you? <laughs> Backlog Busters, Backlog Busters. Uh, let me see. There's never ever, ever been a show like Backlog Busters. Uh, well, unless you look at all the other podcasts that have been made. <laughs> <laughs> With the same title. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah I, I don't see. No, nobody else has, has posted uh, responses. Uh, but oh, we, we, honestly, we do have this from Grouchy. So he was supposed to be here tonight. He's got a lot of sickness going in his family, so it really oh. sucks. Um, thinking about him, of course. Uh, but he has F-Zero, Super Mario RPG. He actually wrote SimCity, which I think is hilarious. I, 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 did, I did not read this before I said what I said. And then he has Super Mario World, and then in parentheses, I guess. I should, honestly... I don't think he's finished it yet, so... Honestly, that I guess should be after mine as well. My submission for Super Mario World. What? Uh, okay, so, so what you so, posted in Discord was Super Mario World, and now you're saying I guess. Yeah, Kirby Superstar, Yoshi's Island, and Link to the Past. So okay, but going by the rules you've established, I have two games on site on my B side that need to move up into the top list there. So Donkey right, Kong so, Country uh, three, Three, <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. The, I'll give you the action you're looking for. Three, it's gonna what? it's gonna replace Super Mario World and uh, Super Mario RPG is gonna replace Link to the Past. Oh no! But here's why. So so I think it's time to tell my story. So I got my Super Nintendo when I was six or seven. I don't remember exactly when I got it. But I got it after the Nintendo 64 came out. 
and my parents were even kind of like, hey, we're we're kind of thinking of it might be time to get something you can play on the TV or whatever. And and I before I had gotten it, I had I had an N64 controller in my hand. I had I had experienced a small slice of Super Mario 64. And I came and told my parents, no way, I ain't going to play that game. It's too hard. I can't figure out how the controller works. <laughs> so in 1996, I think is when the 64 came out, my parents went to wherever it was they went, probably Funko Land at the time, and bought a Super Nintendo for me. And it did not come with Super Mario World. Uh, you got it. Was it like a redesigned model? Oh. Was it used? Well, it was used. It oh, okay. Was used. Um, I st- well, I had that system for a long time too, but then it stopped working, and then I took it in to get repaired, and it got replaced instead. Long story, but uh, point is, I did not grow up with Super Mario World. I played I played both Super Mario World and A Link to the Past. Years and years and years later, so I played. I didn't play Super Mario World on the Game Boy, but I did play Link to the Past on the Game Boy Advance. Um, but but to that end, they are not what uh, formulated my my love of games. In fact, Kirby Superstar, again, six years old, was I think my favorite my favorite Super Nintendo game. I mean, uh, I could see why it's a super super easy platformer starring up. A- well, and and there was some cool stuff in there too. You got uh, what's his? It was his name, Marks. He's sitting there trying to literally swallow the galaxy and rule the rule the universe. Uh, and you got multiplayer, kind of cool. and it, there was a little bit of multiplayer. Of course, I was I had a sister, and she didn't have too much interest in it. But but yeah, and then I but I did have. Uh, Super Mario World 2 and all of the Donkey Kong countries. And I did have an asterisk on the Donkey Kong Country 2. Uh if if Donkey Kong Country 3 didn't get all the undeserved hate that it gets, I probably would have put 2 on this list. But I got to be spicy, so I'm going to put 3 on there. And then, hmm. and then, Super Mario RPG was my first RPG, even before Pokemon. So, all right. So, what? <laughs> Your first RPG came like ten years after mine. <laughs> well, so get this, Super Mario RPG, right? I had uh, the first time I experienced it. I had rented it from Blockbuster, and uh, so I had gotten it, and and it had like f- four saves in it, and all of them were full. But not a single one of them had gotten past the uh, like the opening sequence. <laughs> and in order to get past the opening sequence, all you had to do was talk to like a toad who was blocking the path. And I I popped it in. Again, I'm thinking Mario. The only buttons you need to know are jump, B, and Y, the run button. So so I'm sitting there, I walk up to this toad and I'm I'm jumping all over him. I'm like, how do I get past this guy? What what the heck's going on? It literally took me maybe an hour to figure out, oh, I have to push A to interact with things in the environment. And that is exactly what had happened to whoever, I'm sure it was a kid my age, 
who uh, who was like, what do I do? I can't figure out what to do. I'm just going to save four slots of me struggling to get past this. Maybe if I... <laughs> so yeah, RPGs, man. It's not all about jumping and running, apparently. You gotta you gotta talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that that's that's my brief story. So Super Nintendo, I, I jumped straight from the Super Nintendo to the GameCube. I saved up my allowance so that I could go buy a Super Nintendo. And I even went across state lines because the sales tax was cheaper. <laughs> So, yeah, and mine did come with Super Mario World. And my sister, I think, still thinks that the Super Nintendo was for the both of us. I'm like, no. I <laughs> saved up all of that money plus the money for tax to buy it. It was mine. It's mine. My own. My precious. So, please, <laughs> what did you have on your Nintendo side? All right, so... I had only top tier picks. You guys, you won't disagree with me one bit. Number one, it's got to be Toe Jam and Earl. Number two, <laughs> Gunstar Heroes. Number three, Castlevania Bloodlines. And number four, you can't go wrong, Shining Force 2. Oh, wait. You said Nintendo. Never mind. So uh, <laughs> the uh, Backlog Busters have a, uh, a an announcement that we need to make. We are actively recruiting for new members to be on the podcast because uh, breaking news today is the last day that Blaze Knight is going to be joining us here on the podcast. Uh, you've had a good run, and we have definitely enjoyed the last four years that we've had with you. And I know you're going on to bigger and better things, being a shill for Sega. But <laughs> it, it is clear that this podcast is no longer the right fit for you. <laughs> oh, you can't get rid of me that easy. <laughs> oh, right. oh, 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 hold on. <laughs> I bet I can. <laughs> in all we seriousness, fixed the we fixed the mistake. In all seriousness, though, my list is Super Mario World. Yes, really. No, I guess is here. <laughs> Super Mario World, Super Mario Kart, Super Punch Out, because. Mm superior to all of the other punch outs that have ever existed fight me on it and uh we'll, we'll go with star fox for the last one i guess because there's no other good first party published nintendo games what the what is it with you guys like the i guess crap <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't i wasn't gonna say that initially but i couldn't pass up the opportunity after grouchy laid the groundwork well it seems like some of you are I don't want to say that you are completely wrong, so I'm going to let you just um, infer that. <laughs> so, no, uh, let's see. I, I have to say Star Fox, not because I think it is like the coolest game ever, but because it is revolutionary for the FX chip and mm -hmm. what they could do with 3D on the Super Nintendo. A 3D and that, game that's on the, the real Super reason yeah. why I put it on there, because it's such a cool concept as a game, and it really pushed the the hardware and the software to its limits and i i think that that's a really cool concept which is why i picked star fox and without For star real. fox without star fox we wouldn't have gotten stunt race fx yep so on <laughs> no oh. although i did play a demo of that at the uh 1993 summer consumer electronic show <laughs> that's incredible 
<laughs> it, it wasn't. Uh, well, the, the I've, guys that were doing that I'm talking to somebody who went to the CES before E3 was a thing. And before you were born. No, no, you would have been too. Sorry. Yeah. You could have taken me with you. It would have been miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that the best part about that was the setup they had for Mario paint. They had guys that were drawing, they would do a caricature of you using Mario paint and they recorded it on VHS tapes and gave it to you. <laughs> my favorite part is that when they did, they did my dad and they did like this little, they went to the, the spray paint part in Mario paint and gray. And they did a little spritz right here at the top for like my dad's chest hair that was sticking out at the top. The <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that's, that's awesome. All right. So for me, um, I have super Mario world. Of course. So, 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 so to me, these were the no-brainers. Evidently, that's not the case for everybody. Super Mario World, of course, to me, it's still just a top-tier game. Um, Super Metroid. I can't believe people haven't really talked about that one, because to me, that is the quintessential, the, the, the real beginning of Metroidvanias. Um, still haven't played it a significant amount, so I couldn't put it on my list. It's... Oof. To, to, to me, it's I really like it. Who, who's what's that face for? He needs to play Super Metroid so that he okay, can get the fight. I got to the point where the statue bird looking thing comes to life and kills you, and then I stop playing. Are we playing? Are we talking about the same game? Well, there is yeah. a part there. There is one Chuzo statue that comes to life once you try to activate it, and you have to defeat it. Oh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, because I was saying those are all friendly, aren't they? <laughs> there, that's what I thought. Unless you're there's unless you're confusing one with Ridley. One. <laughs> no. I, and but now now that you uh, yeah now that you mentioned, it, I think one of them is kind of like a. It's, a, it's like it's like a decoy. It's like sometimes they have like the traps and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's pretty early on in the game too. So. I, well, in the in the words of Toaster Waffle, he would say, "It sounds like a skill issue." Oh, it sounds like I got bored issue, actually. And I went to go play the things that made me happy instead. As I took the advice of Toaster Waffle's dad. And I played the things that made me happy. One, good Oops. advice. <laughs> Two. So anyways, as he was saying, this will be my last show. <laughs> <laughs> so, so again, Super Metroid didn't make my list either. And again, I, I didn't. When I put this list together, I'm sitting here. I would absolutely go back and play all these games today. I played Super Metroid for the first time on the Switch NSL. <laughs> and, I played it for and, the first time on the the Wii U as part oh, of their uh, virtual console. Yeah, the there virtual console. But there was a thing like. Kind of like the ambassador program they did for the 3DS. Oh so yeah. They, oh hey, you bought one of these systems, so you know here's this and you know handful. They did of... sell it at one point for like thirty cents or something like that. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's what it was. Like you get the game for like really cheap. So that's yeah. when I first played it and beat it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, by the time I had gotten around to it, I was kind of like, you know, I've I've played better Metroidvanias. I've played I've played better Metroids. Uh, so again, I, I liked it, but again, it, 
unlike a lot of the other things, I'm like, this thing is actually starting to show its age a little bit. Totally very, I would say almost every game on the Super Nintendo you could go back and play today and not get frustrated with a lot of the old things that you might get frustrated by with on like the NES, for example. Oh, yeah. Um, but but again, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, they, these have come a long way. But I didn't I didn't consider, okay, yeah, it kicked off. It created a whole brand new genre, right? Of, what is it, action platformer or whatever? Well, well, and I think Super Metroid on, on one side of it and Symphony of the Night, uh, Symphony of the Night on the other side, you know, those two, you know, together giving us this, you know, the term that we now use so oh, yeah. frequently of Metroidvania. You know, the, the whole backtracking and stuff. But I mean, the way the game is designed, there's a fantastic YouTube video talking about um, just, just just the superb level design and how it seems like it is this big open world thing. But like for the most part, they're guiding you yeah. so subtly. It's like, oh, well, you can't go here until you get something else. And it's not until very late in the game that it actually opens up and then you can really go and explore wherever you want to go. Right. Uh, so another game I have on the list is Link to the Past. I, I, there's so many great things to me that you could say about that game. Um, visuals, the sound, the, the level design. Um, has Zelda been done better? Of course. But we're talking about from the eyes of Super Nintendo. And I, don't know, I, I think it would just have to be there for that not rush more side A. Yeah. And for for the last one, I don't know, I guess it could be almost like a toss-up between uh, Super Mario Kart and Star Fox. So, I don't know, I think I might give the nod to, oh gosh. And Star Fox, there's, it's iconic, but also think about what Super Mario Kart started. So we're gonna have to come I mean, to some kind I mean, of consensus. I mean, I mean, Super Mario Kart. Yes, it's it started the Mario Kart franchise, but it really didn't get its formula that it runs with now until Mario sixty four. Because that that's the basis for Mario Kart eight Deluxe when you really think about it, in comparison to what Mario Kart on Super Nintendo is. Uh, Super Mario Kart had coins. Mario Kart 64 did not. I mean, come on. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you Mario just really Kart... want Star Fox on there. Mario Kart was my number two on the list. Dude. Yeah. So I'm just trying to help him narrow down his pick. <clears throat> okay, you can't so... go wrong. You can't go wrong, really. Yeah, either right, so, one. So, but, but, but we have to come up with a consensus of what we are saying for sure needs to be on there and well pretty much everybody said mario world so that's got to be there even though some of them said i guess but i, I would remove i i would i would happily remove it for some of the ones on my b side because i realized the ones on my b side needed to be on the a side to begin with so you're saying not mario world correct that would be one of the ones i removed from my list but uh i mean if it ends up on Mount Rushmore, my gosh. Right, just I mean, want you guys to know, this is the last time you're going to be hearing from Hoots on the Backlog Busters. Tell, tell you what, <laughs> tell you what, tell you what. I 
am happy to see Super Mario World there as long as yes, Donkey you Kong are. comes around for the ride. No, you're not. Well, you know what? There's my <laughs> my my hang up with that when it comes to this specific task is that they're both platformers and yeah. having two of the exact same genre on our Mount Rushmore for an entire console being feels a little reductive when we have such a diverse console. True. True. Hmm. Okay. That's, uh, I, if we're looking at it that way, I would say like between those two games for me personally, I think Super Mario World is a superior platformer. I mean, just take one look at the ROM hacking scene and you can see that Super Mario World is yeah. the go-to Super Nintendo platformer. All those kaiju levels. Am I, am I going to be the guy who says Super Mario World does not belong on the Super Nintendo Mount Rushmore? Absolutely not. Come on. But you I, just I do want. I do. I do want to be alive tomorrow. <laughs> this is that was my own personal list, right? I. I this is you, you. bring everything together. You you just got to put your cards on the table. Oh. Are, are you okay there, Mike? I think we lost you. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so we can agree that Super Mario World for sure. Yeah. What's another? What's another one you think that we can all agree on? Even I'm like looking at the community. You know what some people put here. Um, what do you guys think? Well, and I I knew somebody was going to bring uh, Zelda and Metroid. I figured it would be more people than what we got. Yeah. Uh, so I figured that those two would would be on there, even though they weren't necessarily on mine. But that has more to do with my experience with them personally, rather than. Uh, them not being fantastic games. I know that by the grand scheme of things, both of those games are fantastic staples for uh, the Super Nintendo, and they also happen to cover multiple genres. All right, so so, so what do you think? Both Zelda and Super Metroid? Is there one of those that you can say, okay, for sure, it has to be one of these? I would say if we had to pick one of those two, I'd give the the nod to Zelda over Metroid. Uh, but I've played through Zelda versus Metroid. I mean, so so, so then the question becomes: What is this supposed to be? Is this is this uh, is this a piece of work that the backlog busters are commissioning here, or uh, are we trying to are we trying to make this our own? We're commissioning for the greater good of the world to understand what the super Nintendo was about, or are we, or are we trying to get a little bit more personal than that? Well, that's what our, our lists were. Those were our personal ones. But now from that category that everybody brought to the table, we pick what would be the big, this is the backlog busters staple, but we all have our personal ones. I mean, I mean, if you, if you're going for historical significance and all that, the list is very different, right? It's it's Super Mario World, Link to the Past, probably Super Metroid, and then if if Star Fox was still going strong today, I'd put it on there. But because it's not, I think you you got to go 
again, if you're trying to get a little bit of everything, you got to go Super Mario Kart. But I think we even had stuff on our like NES list. I don't know that the series is still going on today, or it's still very strong, but it's was still important. I think all video every were... every video game is interesting. I don't. I can't. I can't say that <laughs> every video <laughs> game is interesting, but I don't think anybody has listed a game that I can definitively say is terrible outside of, of joke answers. Yeah. yeah. Well, even even Mathman's joke answers. What Yoshi's Cookie and Sim City and Mario is missing. Like I never uh, played that one. Okay, but, but that Sim, one might Sim have City. been. Sim City, Sim City, that was solid. A ton of time into Sim City 2000. That's not the original. Sim I mean, I I really really want to say Super Punch Out, but I can see that lots of arguments against that as being there. Uh, kind of rolling back to my NES one. Yeah, it's great, but that's like it's not the origin for it. Uh, or I guess that was more when we we're talking about Game Boy. I was saying that's not the origin. So and, and like Hoot said, um, Super Punch Out didn't go as far in the grand scheme of things. Well, and on top of that too, Super Mario Kart also used that Super Super FX chip, didn't it? The same one that F Zero used, and and technically, no, F- no the the Super FX chip didn't come into play until Star Fox. Okay. Yeah. Um. That it was they used a similar technique between F Zero and Super Mario Kart, but right. It yeah, it was just um, I think the idea behind Super Mario Kart is that they had wanted to do like a two player F Zero, but they couldn't get it all to work well enough with the speed that was being done with F Zero, so they were able to take that what they're working on with the mode seven scaling and all that to do the two player Mario Kart. Yeah. And Mario Kart introduced the battle mode, which has been easily one of the best things that Mario Kart has ever done. (laughs) Um, And they had actual battle tracks, like not like they've done in some of the more recent versions where it's just play a regular course and this is your battle. Like that, that's terrible. Why would you do that? But that was back on the th- Wii U. They fixed it. They fixed it this t- when they re-release it. Did they see, I haven't yeah. played um, Mario Kart eight deluxe battle mode at all. Cause I had Mario Kart eight on the Wii U and I figured it's going to be the same. Yeah. But they even uh, have like a you, cops and robbers mode. But anyway, we're getting be sidetracked here. What are you leaning towards, Ryan? Are you going to take the full sweep here with basically every game you mentioned? I mean, you. I I, I feel that Super Metroid should be on there. So so let's ask. Uh, let's ask if if Super Metroid isn't going to be on there. What would we put there instead? I don't know because I don't see putting both Mario Kart and Star Fox up there. I think Super Metroid is, to me, it's one of those games that even today I could go back and play. And people like do, and also remember that Super Metroid was like one of the first games that people do, did started doing speed runs on. Yeah, like that was like, that was like the, the the genesis of of speed running, 
And even today, people are still doing that, and they have crazy modded versions of that. And, uh, the and just like the, the, yeah, and and the vanilla game still holds up to me. It still holds up very very well. And oh, yeah. even though I played through two Metroid games earlier this year, Metroid Prime Remastered and Metroid Fusion, Metroid Fusion was fun, but it almost felt too linear and too yeah. compressed compared yep. to what Super Metroid was. That is, I, I agree with that. We we can't. So, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to ask Blaze. Did you did you hear what I said? If you were to take Super Metroid off the list, what would you replace it with? Oh, that that's what I was about to answer. Anyway, so we can't count out Mr. Trash Turkey and his his pull for Mario Paint. There's Again. <laughs> there's nothing else like it. It is it's so unique, and it it brought up so many things that. Nothing else on the console did. It gave Mathman's dad chest hair. It sure did. But also No, like... no, that was his that was puberty <laughs> that gave him that. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I'm trying to remember what other people said. Well, you know uh, what? Why don't we put the miracle keyboard on here too? Nothing no else. I, no one's heard of it, but I'm talking about it. That's right. Why don't you leave? Because you know you got bested. All right. Now that he's gone. Oh, oh, oh. Now he comes back. You got to take care of something real quick. Okay. okay so this is your chance. Yeah, Put Super Metroid on the list so, right now. Do it. So, okay. So we've got Super Metroid. <laughs> like, I didn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The, 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 the pen has a mind of its own. It wrote Super Metroid. <laughs> no, I, so, like I said, I, I'm good with Mario World, uh, Legend of Zelda, Super Metroid. But what's that? What's that fourth spot going to be? Is it going to be Donkey Kong? It's going to look it like gonna Two be Face. It's going to be Two Mario Face. It has Kart? like part Mario Kart, and part Star Fox. Well, so so again, you're if if you the way you're trying, let's let's get a wide spec, spectrum of genres in here, right? So you're you're saying it's not going to be a platformer. It's not going to be a well, at this point, it, I, they didn't hold exist. Hold on, hold on. Metroidvania. Or wait, 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 wait. Can't be, hold uh, on, stop. Stop with that about, oh, we can't okay. have multiple representatives from the same genre because looking at what some people have said for the the B-side, we're going to have some issues. That, I think it'll be that's, okay. That's true because I bet you there's going to be a lot of RP. Well, no, hold on. Well, there huh. should be a lot of RPGs on the B-side. Nah, there should be one. And I already know what it is. Oh yeah, which one do you think it is? I know it. I know. Oh, you this have to is... wait till we get to the B side. Let's figure out this four number four first. We... <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what it isn't. It isn't Final Fantasy VI because that did not come out in the United States. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was Final Fantasy III, dude. Come on. Look, you oh, guys know oh, what no. it is. <laughs> Again, we're looking for a new backlog buster who understands <laughs> the naming conventions here in the United States for Japanese RPGs. So, this fourth spot, Mario Kart or Star Fox? You know what? I... Or something else. Speak yeah, now mean, or forever, forever hold your peace. I mean, Super Punch-Out's sitting right there. I've not, I've not played enough of Super Punch-Out to have an opinion on that one. I've never But I have played, played the other one. Other two. Other two. I have played the other two. All right. After this, 
you need to go play Super Punch Out. It's on Nintendo Switch Online. It is. Oh, it is. I think oh. I've. I think I've. Is the first guy Glass Joe? No, it's Gabby J. Gabby J. Yep. Then Bear Hugger, Piston okay. Hurricane. All right. Bald Bull. It's your first circuit right there. There's a hippo guy too, right? No. Oh, he's not in there. Nope. He got embarrassed from the, the first, first game. Mm, okay. There weren't very many returning characters. I think Mr. Sandman, uh, Mr. Super Macho Man, and Bald Bull were the only returning characters. And Mike Tyson. I'm kidding, but wouldn't that have been cool? Well, he wasn't when they did the punch-out featuring Mr. Dream. It was because they could, or they didn't want to pony up the money for uh, the likeness for Mike Tyson. Because I don't think he I did thought it was because his... he bit that guy's ear. Probably both. Uh, well, that guy's name is Evander Holyfield. And well, there was also some of that domestic violence with um, Robin something, uh, his yeah. wife at the time. I think, but all right. I think I mean I think all, all that happened afterwards. But they just he like started winning. It's like oh well, now he's going to want money. We don't have the money. We don't want to give them money. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I'm calling it. Number four is Mario Kart. Okay, good. Yeah, and, and, but too. quite frankly, I don't know that I'd go back and play either Mario Kart or Star Fox today. Mario Kart's not too bad. I mean, yeah, I, I play okay. it sometimes when I pull up Nintendo Switch Online. I do that just so I can put Toaster Waffle to shame because he can't play it. <laughs> it sounds like a skill issue. All right, the B side. Now, before now we get to hold what, on. Can I? Before yeah, we go yeah. crazy here, we've been we've been podcasting for yep two and a, two hours and fourteen fifteen minutes here. Yeah, we just got started. Do you do you want to save this for another podcast? You want to save the B side and get more input and make it even more challenging? No, let's 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 get through this because I've already okay, we'll laid get the groundwork it. here. We'll get through it. Oh gosh, His we'll get through okay, it. But, Okay, so here's what we have from Takeda. They've got Final Fantasy VI, really three. Um, says it's a true masterpiece. Street Fighter II Turbo, uh, NHL '94, and Contra Three. Uh, let's see, we've got Trash Turkey with Mortal Mortal Kombat Two, NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, and The Secret of Mana. And let's see what Grouchy sent over. He has Maximum Carnage. I believe that was a, a red cart. Uh, mm-hmm. Gradius 3, which we talked about earlier. NBA Jam and Contra 3. Interesting picks. Interesting picks. So, you know, Hoots, let's go ahead and get yours before the groundwork is laid and cemented by Blaze Knight. So um, I have to modify my list because I've got a couple of entries that are um, don't belong. Well, I mean, I'd um, let you keep. I'd let you keep Mario RPG. It's a SquareSoft game, sure. Well, okay, and and you will, even though Mario's in there. 
Because didn't uh. Nintendo have to publish it for the rights and whatnot? I don't know. Don't think that hard about it. He let it okay. go. Just let All right. it go. I'll let it go. Uh, but Donkey Kong <laughs> can't stay. And so I'll replace Donkey Kong with uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Kind of surprised that Jeremy didn't say that. Uh, and yeah, like, I was sitting there looking. I was like, man, have I, do I just, did I not have any third-party games or what? what's going on? But yeah, I never played Contra haven't played Chrono Trigger, haven't played Final Fantasy 3, haven't played Orth 6, whatever you want to call it. There appears to be a dispute on this very <laughs> podcast <laughs> where I don't know what to call it anymore. Uh, but, uh, and I also haven't played him. also haven't played Secret of Mana. So. <laughs> okay, so, so, so. With ones with thumbs. So, Look. so again, those are all, I would... I would even wager to say if all of those games that I just mentioned that I hadn't played were the ones that we chose as Mount our Mount Rushmore, no problem with me. <laughs> just because of how much notoriety they all have. Wait, 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 wait. So, so, so what is your list again? I think I got lost there. Uh, let's see. I have not played Chrono Trigger, Secret what of is, Mana. So, so you're, you're going to put those as your... No, what, no I, I'm not list? putting them. My list what? is my list is Zombies Ate My Neighbors, Mario okay. RPG, okay. Turtles in Time, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Okay, okay. Sorry. Super okay. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Uh, well, I think it's just... Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Ultra Deluxe Plus Max Supercharged Edition. It's a, look, it's just Street For Fighter 2, man. Cure. <laughs> no, Super no, no, Street no, Fighter no. 2 Turbo. No, we, we're... We are not going to say just Street Fighter Two, because there is a huge difference Look, between Street Fighter, no. Street Fighter Two, all the versions. Look, just one of the versions. Ooh, we can't, ooh, we can't no. sit and parse which version we're going over. Uh, yeah, okay. you can. Yes, you can. I think was it Takeda who made the difference? Who said uh, any of the Turbo editions sped up the game? Those. The so ones, the, the, the ones that the play Turbo, faster. The Turbo one. By default, would go from I think zero to four stars in terms of the speed, but there was a code that you could put in that would bump it up to ten stars. I think for the speed, I did that once. It's almost Not unplayable, big. and it's amazing that the game can even run that fast. Yeah, but if you if you play Street Fighter Two Turbo, even kind of like at the normal setting, and you go back to the original Street Fighter Two, like oh my gosh, this is so slow. Where's the run button? Like it is. Painfully slow. So, I call it Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. Well, no, because Super Street Fighter—that's that, that's a different thing. Because you start bringing See, in extra four characters. This is why we can't fight about it. <laughs> no, we don't we have, have to because it's just—it's just Street Fighter Two Turbo. That's all it is. Okay. We don't want—we don't want the new challengers. That sounds like the arcade game, not what? the one for the Super Nintendo. If it's on the Super Hammy, Nintendo, it has to start with the word Super. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to engage in this argument anymore. You call it whatever you want. All right. So, so lay the groundwork, Mister Blaze Knight. Look, the only RPG we need on this list. Everybody already knew it when we sat down. Is Chrono Trigger? We don't need any other RPGs on this list. I'm sorry. Well, JRPGs anyway. We might need an action RPG, but not a there JRPG. There we go. That's what we call a caveat. <laughs> going. That's a fancy word that I don't Still understand. Still made in Japan, but it's not a JRPG, I guess. 
Well, Super well, Mario gets bigger. That's uh, that's uh, right. he gained a level. That's <laughs> RPG. Nah, that's Wait. just his HP bar. Now, anyways, <laughs> I I do have a question though. Uh, before I proceed, are we doing strictly North American um, entries? No. Or are we doing Super Famicom? Are we doing Power Region? Where Where are we at? Wait, hold on. Here? You're talking about a game that if we lived in the states, we would have had to import it to play it. That's what I'm asking. Are we counting those? Yes or no? Tell us what the games are. Tell us what the games are. Panel de Pond is probably what he wants to throw in there. It definitely isn't. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) It was was Pokemon Puzzle League before they put Pokemon in the game. Is it Picross? (laughs) Never mind. We'll just assume North America. Do your games. Throw the games out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us your games, and then tell us which game we're going to unanimously reject because it wasn't released in North America. <laughs> See, that's why I am just, just throw going it out to, there. I'm gonna stick to my North American list. Okay, um, make it spicy. <laughs> um, so Chrono Trigger absolutely needs to be there. We can't, we can't not have that. Sure, we can. Um, I'm going. No, we cannot. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, say Mega Man X because it is the best Mega Man ever created, bar none. Uh, and then I'm going to tip my hat to these two. I'm sure you guys will ignore them. But Knights of the Round, fantastic beat em up. And then Soul Blazer is a, a great action RPG. Uh, Start of the Quintet trilogy. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but yeah. Quintet great. trilogy. Yep, they had three it's games. It's not a quintil- uh, quintrilogy. No, they they had three. It was uh, Soul Blazer, it was Illusion of Gaia, and then only released in PAL regions is Terra Enigma. I've um, heard of all those games except for Soul Blazer. You haven't heard of Soul Blazer? No, but I've heard of Terra Enigma and um, Illusion of Gaia. Illusion of Gaia. Thank you. So I'm surprised there are no Breath of Fire games here. Breath of Fire hits its stride on the PlayStation 1. Uh, I I can't, in good conscience, try and argue that Breath of Fire 2 is better than Chrono Trigger. It, it just huh? isn't. It And when we get to PlayStation 1, because I'm, I'm sure we will, we're going to have to disqualify like remakes or something, because otherwise Chrono Trigger is just going to sweep that too. Yeah, I, I might be absent for the PlayStation 1 episode. Um, (laughs) I guess I'll do that one on my own (laughs) Um, yeah if anybody says Final Fantasy 7 you're off the podcast (laughs) you know it it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have made my cut but um, if I were going to substitute in um, one from a Japanese region it would have been Seiken Densetsu 2 but I'm going to stick with, with Soul Blazer and Knights of the Round. Is that, the, is that, uh, that just translated to Secret of Mana? Well, it's, yeah. it's Secret of Mana too, but yeah. But they didn't no, no, release no, no, it no. on the Super Nintendo. You said Second it's now Densetsu Trials two. of Mana. No, no, yes. Second Densetsu 2 is Secret of Mana. You're right, you're one, right. There's three of them. First one is There's three of them. Final okay, Fantasy. then it's three. Yeah, because that's the one that came over as Trials of Mana, yeah. Because the first one was a Final Fantasy uh, uh, adventure, I think is what it came over as. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, hold on. I think that's a valid valid entry. Second in Sensu three. If I'm saying it right, I, I if I see it spelled, I could say it better. But but I, but that it is three. It is second in Sensu three. I I don't know about including that one. What would you pull off your list to make room for that one? Soul Blazer. Because it's the same genre, action RPG. You can call no, it no Trials secret. of Mana. No, no, <laughs> no, or or no, Visions that, Visions of Mana. No, that's a brand new one. That's totally different, bro. Are you excited? I'm excited for that one. There's a, a but you know what? You you tell me. Nice. <laughs> Already has have it as a wallpaper. Hot day. Sure do. Okay, so okay, I did. Oh, I did make a list. Here we go. So you better, you had t- extra time to do your homework now. Yeah, I was listening though because I'm a good podcaster. I listen to you guys, <laughs> unless I say what did you say because I wasn't listening. So Street Fighter, <laughs> Street Fighter Two Turbo. I guess I'll say Chrono Trigger, and the only reason that I throw the extra I guess on there is because. I never played the Super Nintendo version. My experience is with the DS version, which, to my understanding, is like the best way to play Chrono Trigger. That's what I hear. I haven't played it. It's got additional content, but I hear the additional content is meh. I don't know too much about the... Um, I'm not familiar with the additional content, but... Exactly. That's because it's it's not good or bad. I guess it's just more, just more Chrono Trigger. So it was a it was a great game. Oh, you know what? I think I remember some of that. No, there's like an extra palace or something. Yeah, I don't even know. Dungeon. It's on my backlog. I don't even want to know. I'm gonna play it for myself. So what are you gonna be playing it on? My 3ds. I have a I have the DS. I have the cart. I'm gonna play it on my 3ds. As it is, it is superb. It's very good. You're um, not gonna play it on Steam. I don't own it on Steam. I don't think you want to, from what I hear. Yeah, <laughs> I hear. I hear there's something wrong with it. I don't know what it is, but I hear something. it's the port of the mobile version. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what they've done with a lot of the Steam things, and it's just what's well, like whenever they did the, like the Dragon Quest one, two, and three releases on the, uh, on the Nintendo Switch. You're porting over the mobile versions, which are not true faithful representations of the original carts we had yeah. on the NES and you've changed things you've removed entire things so I, I don't know uh, so I guess I really I really wish I had remembered to do this and made my list instead of playing Backpack Hero earlier hey, man. Um, I'm, Stuff I'm happens. serious I know uh, so we've got Mortal Kombat 2 and uh, gosh I don't know I could say Secret of Mana. I could say Final Fantasy II. Look, there are a lot of different places that I could go there. So not, with, so not Mortal Kombat RPGs. 3 Ultimate? No, and I guess the reason that I have Mortal Kombat 2 on here is because that one was a it's a special game for me because of... You know, that was one of those games my wife and I would play a lot. So before we were married, hanging out, playing video games, we'd play Mortal Kombat 2. And she had certain characters that she loved to play. And I always had a blast doing that. And Final Fantasy 2 was 
I don't know. I, I, I still think that game is wonderful. I can, the music I can still pull up, you know, on a whim and the, the visuals are fantastic. The sprite work, it was, I don't know. It, it hit, it checked all the boxes for me. And one of the things that I, I did like about that, that I don't necessarily like about some of the current RPGs is that it fixed your party members. And so I think that helped kind of go along with the story as opposed to when we got to Final Fantasy 3 slash 6, when it's, okay, you have a dozen plus members, pick four. <laughs> I, I don't want to just pick four because I'm just going to only level up the, the four people. Which is great until you get to the end. Well, I know. So I never beat the game. Got to the end, but didn't finish it. All right, so what do we think? And are there games that we're... There's so many games, so many good games, and you know, there's so definitely we... there's definitely games that are getting snubbed here. Uh, oh yeah, because the Super Nintendo is such a has a, such a rich library of fantastic games. No one ever, no one mentioned ActRaiser. I've never played it. I, I've heard nothing but great things, but I've mm-hmm. never played it. Mm-hmm. Same. We're definitely not going to put Super Ghouls and Ghosts on here. That's a good game too. It it's hard, but you I've have been infin- tempted to get continues. the new one. So. And so as long as you're persistent, you can finish the game. Now, the fact that it makes you play it twice to get the true ending is not great. But other than that. <laughs> or uh, I think Wolfenstein was also on the Super Nintendo. Was it? Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, nobody was, said Super Castlevania 4. Was, was Doom another... on the Super Nintendo? I, Did it ever get ported? I don't know. But I do remember renting Wolfenstein. It was played better on the PC. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, there, there's a lot. We, I mean, there's a lot of games that, that it could be, but let's stick to what we picked and address the snubs when we get called out later. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll just say, Hey, if we're wrong, you know, leave a comment in our Patreon. So <laughs> Chrono Trigger, <laughs> we, we agree with Chrono Trigger, right? Absolutely, that that has yep. to be there. I mean, haven't, haven't played but, it, but yeah. Okay, and I feel like a lot of people said it, and I'm I agree with this. Uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo. Yep. It's hard to deny. I mean, well, and that you can write that, Turbo, but I'm going to be thinking new challengers the whole time because I can't play without Cammy. Was that your first waifu? Uh, I mean, I why not have? That. Why not have the most definitive de- edition available on the Super Nintendo in the year 1996? Street Fighter 2 Turbo it is. Definitive. With all the content. All the new content. Why not? But hold on. is new cha- Was New Challengers the one that was released for the Switch in, on launch, in launch year? Or, does, or did that have a different name? They did a 25th anniversary edition, and I think it has new challengers on it, but my son took that when he moved out, so I can't go check real quick. It's, well, the 25th anniversary collection, it's not any of the uh, Super Nintendo games. It's all the arcade ports. Like, it's like the, the, the true arcade stuff. So if you were so, to yeah. play one of the, 
If you were to play one of those, you're not playing the same one that you right. played on the Super Nintendo. The Super there, there, there yeah. are subtle differences. Yeah. Um, on that, I I would say Turbo. The old school version of balance patches, right? Well, it's not really just just that, but like even some of the backgrounds were different. Like you know, mm-hmm. fewer things were animated, or like on Dalsim's stage on the Super Nintendo, you had two elephants on each side as opposed to three that were in the arcade, just because too much to animate. All right, so so where do we go from here, guys? What's on the ball? I, I think we, well, several of us said Turtles in Time, right? Or am I misremembering? No, yeah, uh, I think you said it, and I think... Uh, I'm pretty sure Jeremy said it. He did. He did. Let me see, what, did what did Grouchy say? No, Grouchy didn't have that. He's got NBA Jam, Maximum Carnage, Gradius 3, Contra 3. Hmm. I, th- Turtles I think Turtles and Time is a great game. Yeah, and it's not like the other ones that are that are on here. That's not the right word. Turtles in Time. But now it's that that fourth spot that we've talked about, even on the list here. You know, Mortal Kombat Two, uh, Final so, Fantasy game. So here's what I like for that That's last slot. I like I like um, honestly either. And I'm trying to think. I have I have not played either of these, but I'm thinking it should be Mega Man X or um, Secret of Mana or or the Trials of Mana. The only reason I don't I would I think Secret of Mana goes on there first is because more people are able to play it. It's more widely available than Mega Man X. Then Trials of Mana, Second Densetsu Three. Right now. Um... On Switch and PlayStation, they have a um, collection of mana that has both. Right, right, right. And that's the most available version to play. Uh, so they're equally available. That's true. But um, I, I'm okay with not pushing for Second Densetsu 3, even though I think it's better than Secret of Mana. Uh, my nod would go to, to Mega Man X because it is my absolute favorite Super Nintendo game. Uh, and I can't picture, you know an 8-bit or a 16-bit representation for games without a Mega Man on it. That That's yeah. just, that's me. And Mega Man X is that one. I, I think it's the best on the Super Nintendo. You can argue for ones later on PlayStation 1 that might be better, but as far as Super Nintendo goes, the original is tops. Well, I guess I'm going to have to trust you with that. I'm going to let you claim that fourth spot with Mega Man X. Thank you. Get some Blue Bomber representation here. Um, Mm-hmm. But no bomber man, surprisingly enough. No, there's there's a reason there's no bomber man. <laughs> What's really gonna yeah. suck is that once once we're done with this, where's that? Like we're gonna be completely done with this. Is this my? Yeah, I, I should have gone and looked at my my list of games. You know, my my collection of what games would be in my my top twenty. To see, none of my top twenties are on either Mount Rushmore. What um, <laughs> can you can you recap the lists for us, Ryan? For the uh, for the Nintendo for for the Nintendo one, uh, Nintendo published. We got Super Mario World, The Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, Super Metroid, and Mario Kart. And for the B side, we have Chrono Trigger, Street Fighter Two Turbo. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, and Mega Man X. 
Solid. I I say that's a really solid list, and all eight of those games would be great to play today, even even if Hoots doesn't think he'd have a good time with some of them. But no, uh, no, 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 no. I would. Okay, I was talking trash about <laughs> Super Metroid, and it, I shouldn't have been because I would still play it before a lot of even some of the games I played this year that came out last year. Uh, I mean, uh, Super Metroid is one that I, I do need to go back and give it its fair shake. And I've had plenty of games where I've went in initially and it just didn't click the first time. And like um, Infernax for me, I played it on Game Pass when it came out and it didn't click for me then. But I went back and played it this year and now it's as one of my favorite games that I played this year. Yeah. But I mean, you, you always get into this trap when you're talking about when you're comparing Nintendo games to one another, especially in the Super Nintendo era, you're you're trying to separate the cream of the crop from the crop. That is awesome. Yeah. I so mean, so was... when you're making those comparisons, it's always gonna you're always gonna ruffle feathers. Come on. I mean, yeah. We didn't well, even I... get to any EVO search for Eden representation tonight. Uh, that 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 pains me. Well, and. <laughs> You know, talking about other regions, you know, if we'd gotten it here and if I'd had a chance to play it, I'm sure Dragon Quest V could have been on the list. I've heard really good things about that one, but, and I remember seeing pictures of that in magazines. I'm going, oh, I can't wait for this to come here. I can't wait for them to translate it to English. Nothing. I know uh, <clears throat> my, my friend Ray, uh, he, he played it and loves it and raves about five all the time. So, isn't, I, I isn't think there a Dragon enjoy it as well. Isn't there a Dragon Quest movie and it's based off of Dragon Quest V? I couldn't tell you. I, I think there was a... Is it something that came out like in the last year or two? It's like on um, like an, on Netflix or something? Some streaming service, I think? Yeah. I don't know. All right. But, so. Yeah, and, and there are... And again, like I said, I'm going to leave here. I'm going to think of just... A dozen games that we should have thought about. Things like The Lost Vikings or... Uh, That's such like a good R- game. Is it RPM Racing? Or... Um, I don't know. I'm going to look at my magazines and go, like, oh, gosh, how can we totally forget this? I mean, we, <laughs> and, we didn't even mention Road Rash, right, guys? Wasn't that... A, oh, that was on the Super Nintendo? No, that was on No, that was Sega. I'm just... I thought it was 64. I thought that was the 64. Road Rash? Oh, I'm thinking. Yeah. I think I'm thinking Road Rage, with the uh, motorcycles, Simpsons and you wrote, can get you can get sticks and hit hit other racers. Well, that, that, that would that'd be Road Rash, but that was a that was a Sega Sega game. I think um, even came out on 3DO, which I think might be the. Like, it was on the 64. All right, guys, should we roll into what we're going to be playing in the near future? Ugh. Maybe. Or do we just do we need to call it tonight? Or, or to it? Well, or, what, what, what are you playing? make it quick. Make I'd it rather. Quick. I think it'd be more interesting. What was your favorite part of the game awards? Uh, I, harmonious. A, of, a harmonium uh, announcement. I'm super looking forward to that game. I think for me, it was a toss up between the, the huge Sega announcement and then like redoing a lot of their classic IPs. Uh, along with uh, World of Goo 2 
and Visions of Mana. Oh, so I played um, Inscription this year. So I think I, well, hold on a minute. Hold on. Two, two big things. Wait, no, three. Okay. First, Monster Hunter Wilds. Did you guys see that? I did. I did. It's at the very end. Yeah. Hashtag was, yet another Monster Hunter. That was very good. I'm excited for that one. Uh, the other one, I played Inscription this year. Pony Island 2. That looks trippy. You guys missed it because it was at the beginning of the show. And then uh, the other the other announcement that made me laugh is um, so Ubisoft is releasing Prince of Persia in January of this year. And there was another game that they announced called, I think it was Zao, that it was almost like it, it had a uh, Black Panther vibe to it. Um, is that the one? I think I was... I looked at that and it gave me a lot of uh, like Ori vibes. So the, it, the person was attacking and like zipping through things. Yeah. Well, he, well, and he had shouted out like, um, Oh my gosh, what did he say? He said, Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of golden sun. And I'm like, huh? And then he shows his game and, uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's basically a Metroidvania, but but it looked very similar to Prince of Persia, and I was like, "What are the odds that this is going to be way better than what if this game eats Ubisoft's lunch <laughs> and re- spits out a better Prince of Persia game than than they do?" You know, hey, I'm hoping it's going to be just like, and you you've already mentioned this many times uh, on this episode. What if we have something that's very similar to like a repeat? of this year not that one eats the other person's lunch but they are both just amazing games and they are must plays yeah that's what i want i don't want one to overshadow the other i want them both to come out and be like oh guys you've got to play these they are there's some similarities but they're so good they're so clean and Man. crisp and you've got to play that's what i want that's you know the, the competition that we have is like leading to some really really good games oh yeah and i'm I'm here for it. Unless your I name is Sonic, but who? <laughs> There's only one blue character we care about on this podcast, and evidently it's Mega Man. Mega Man. Oh, I thought it was Marth from Fire Emblem. What was that? I thought it was Marth. He's got blue hair. Uh, I don't know about Marth. <laughs> All I know is that he's a person that I hope I never get selected to play as when I do random on, in uh, Smash Brothers. Like, I'm like, please, please not Fire Emblem. Please not. Ah, crap. I when love you, all the Fire Emblem characters. When you play Engage, you're going to learn a lot about Marth. Yeah. yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I need, to, well, I need to finish Backpack Hero or whatever I need to do for that. And then, who knows, maybe I will play that. Oh, I don't know, though. Do you think I can finish Fire Emblem Engage before Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth comes out? No. No. That's in January, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. That's right uh, around the corner. I love the excitement. Oh. Oh. I, I need to be <laughs> like you going into Mario Brothers Wonder. I need to just. Or like anytime I'm looking at a Nintendo Direct, just let's manage the expectations. 
But then like, there's going to be like another trailer or some like little snippet like this. Oh, here, here's this thing about, Oh, it looks like an animal crossing Island. And I showed that to Toaster Wolf. I was like, well, that's the whole game. I said, no, that's just a part of the game. That's just like a side thing. It's not even the, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really excited about the, Oh yeah. Animal crossing. <laughs> that's not animal crossing. No, I think all my villagers are, villagers are dead at this point. Town is overrun with weeds. I never had villagers to begin with. What do you mean to have villagers? <laughs> oh, so, so this this is the game that we're playing, right? right These are just we, we, things that I happen to have on my desk because my kids found my amiibo collection. <laughs> Dobby is free. Dobby. Uh, oh, and here's the other one I have on my desk. Mario and Luigi are fan favorites around this part. I understand. <laughs> All right, guys. We should probably wrap yep. it up here. We're bordering on three hours, so. Okay. So, what are you playing? Good pod. So, so, Mike, what do you have up next? So, uh, I'm planning on playing a little bit more DVD. Definitely want to finish up Mario Wonder. Uh, maybe some Resident Evil remake before the end of the year. And if I'm super lucky, I want to get uh, some Tears of the Kingdom. Just so I can kind of get a feel for like the Game of the Year nominees. And I won't get to like Baldur's Gate 3, uh, which I actually want it. And I definitely won't play Spider-Man or, or Alan Wake. But if I could get those three, I feel like I'd be in a good position for the end of the year here. Wait, wait, so, I just so don't do know you, that I'm going to get all the way to Tears of the Kingdom by the end have, of the year. Do you have access to Baldur's Gate 3? I do not. Okay. That's why. I don't have Hold access on. to any of don't those. Don't you have an Xbox? Games. Oh, maybe not an Xbox Series. I have a Series X, but I it's, don't it's the, have... It's the, the close to $80 it's, you need it's for the it. funds, right? Yeah, yeah I, I can't drop that on myself right now. And there's a rule at my house that you can't buy things for yourself at this time of the year because you never know what you're going to get for Christmas. Yeah. So understandable when christmas is done and i have a little bit of spending money and if things aren't too bad i might pick it up but i mean alan wake 2 is sitting right there and i i might just get that instead i don't know we'll see sounds good yeah. or i might just sit on it and wait for a sale then you go wait for the sale if you if you can't play it right away just wait um i'll probably keep chipping away at backpack hero and more of Phoenix Wright. And who knows, I might get distracted with something else. Eventually, I need to get around to playing uh, Tales of Arise since it's still in plastic from when I bought it two years ago. So I am a horrible backlog buster. <laughs> no, you're an average backlog yeah, I was going to say, this is you're just, just like the do. rest of us. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's embarrassing to me. All right. So, oh, I do want to throw this out here for anybody who may be listening. Make sure that you come, get into the Discord. Um, I think it's a great place with some great conversations. Also, I have like some some codes for Steam games that I'm just trying to get rid of, and nobody's responding. So if you want some free games and take a game and then maybe record some audio or come into the show to talk to us about the game, that would be fantastic. Just to get an you know an idea of like what these games are about. Um, some of these games are are known quantities, but a lot of them are not. So, 
We just put probably even take just writing some words at us, <laughs> even if you didn't want to record your voice, because not everybody's down for that. Yeah. Right. But, I know, got I yeah. to review this list of games you got here. I'll do that after the show. Maybe I'll pick. Well, one and then well, I did something. I did something dumb last night. So I bought more games last night <laughs> because they had that fanatical bundle, and so I bought like those those three Tales games for ten bucks. Tales oh. of Symphony, uh, Tales Vis- of Symphonia, Vesperia, and Zestria, Zest- whatever. Vesperia and Berseria, or whatever. Not yeah. Tales of Arise, right? Not the not the latest one. No, no, because I that one's. Wait, is that? <laughs> You've got it oh, right there, son of a gun. Here it is, <laughs> right here. And listen, <laughs> that one's on my forward log. This is like it's still a shrink wrap. How do you know the game's <laughs> even in there? How heavy know. is the box? How heavy is the box? <laughs> I don't know. So, well, I, I did that, and that is something. Oh, well, they've got like, because on Fanatical, they always do like the, oh, you want a random key? You want to add this to your order? So I, oh, I did like a. That's a. That is incredible. That's a great idea. It's Oh, it's so bad. So I ended up, they're like a, a deal like, oh, how about these 20 random keys? I'm like, well, you know what? There'll be something good here. For how much? I'm like, it's like thirteen and a half dollars. So I guess I have some random games and I don't I need to check them out to see what kind of games they are. And if it's a game that looks like it's not gonna be for me, you know, I'll throw that out there for you guys because like there are definitely some games. I think one of them was like a I think games that I either already own. Or I know I'm never going to play because of the content. I think one of them was called like a Slain. I think that was one of the games. Hmm. Oh, I, that game looks pretty good. Um, yeah. I haven't played it, but it looks good. Yeah, it just you know, like everybody has there, there's certain games and genres that you like, and if it tells me, oh, this is a first person shooter, you better believe I'm going to be looking to offload that because that's not going to be for me. But anyway. Get into the Discord. You can find a link to that in the the description of the of this episode, and also links for where you can find us on the internet. You can always find the Backlog Busters on Twitter at backlog underscore busters. You can find me, Mathman one zero two four, on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, same everywhere. If you see Mathman one zero two four, you know it's me. Uh, we can find Mr. Blaze Knight at Blaze Knight zero nine two three. Yo, what up? And Mr. Hoots. Now you're not. You're like at what at W M? Yeah, Hoots. Listen, yep. that's H W M Hoots O O T Z. Yes. That's See, correct. it was H O O T S, but he said, "You know what? I got to change with the times. I got to turn it into a Z." Yeah. Just like there's this pediatrics place around me that's pediatric with a Z at the end. Really? Yeah. Is that is is that their attempt to appeal to Gen Z? There, I have no idea. It's just like the weirdest thing, and that's funny. I'm glad that I don't need pediatricians anymore because I'm not going to go there, especially if they don't know how to spell. Yeah, this is why, like a lot of the decision making that I do on Amazon, if I look at your product description and the you're showing me how awesome your thing is, and you can't spell easy words, <laughs> I, I really question the quality. Or the quality of the person who is handling the translation services at your yeah. company. Yeah. But yeah, WM Hoots. I don't know if um, 
I don't know if I'm going to stream the rest of this year, but you can find some of my old replays there. I replayed Blasphemous and, uh, oh my gosh, what were the two games I played before? It was October games. So you do inscription? Documents. Yeah, inscription. My run, my run of inscription, inscription is on there. So take a look if you don't want to play. And, and I've got, a, and I've got a code stuff. for inscription, so I got to make, I got to have to like download that on play it on the Xbox. Yeah, you should play that one. It's a good one. My son really likes it. Okay. But he also likes things like Binding of Isaac, so you can't trust this kid. <laughs> He's like, I've got that one. Had like, you know, you know, over a hundred percent on hollow Knight. I'm like, okay, great. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I, oh, I've got over a hundred percent for sure, but I have not done the whole boss rush at the end. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, he, he had played it first on the Xbox one. And so he had like a hundred and like 107, 108%. I can't remember what it was, but then he got it for the PC. So he's been playing. On, so he's like redoing everything on the PC. <laughs> Then the last time I saw him, he was at like ninety nine percent. Like, oh, <laughs> this this kid. It's faster anyway. the second time. Well, yeah, that's what he was saying. Like, some of the stuff <laughs> that took him a long time to do. It's like, oh, it only took me instead of taking me thirty tries, it only took me two times. So I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. All right, well, look for us online. Come interact with us on Discord. And until then, peace out and trap her on.